Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. Means the boys are here. Yeah, that's what's up. Three hours of the boys today. As the Ice Topes played day game baseball today during the day, this day, today, at Oklahoma City, which right up there, right up there with me, with El Paso, Tulsa, and Oklahoma City. They're all kind of the same level for me. What's lower on your list, Tulsa or OKC? Well, they're basically the same place, so OKC is lower. Joplin, Missouri is worse than Tulsa. I, I kind of like Oklahoma for a bunch of reasons, and I think the biggest one is it's the first time I ever saw fireflies. Also, is it was because there? it's the place for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. It rhymes. Um, Oklahoma is the place for me. What I don't like about Oklahoma is how pretentious it is Yeah, just pointing at the four corner states mm-hmm. in judgment. You take your dust bowl over there, is what it said. Yeah. It's just sitting there on the map just pointing at us like it's got some kind of dirt on us. So, But no, we got dirt on Oklahoma. So you take your stupid little finger, you put it right back in your hand, and give it back to Texas, because why is that even there in the first place, Oklahoma? So are you familiar with why Oklahoma has a panhandle? Are you up to speed on this? Tell me all about it. Do, are you, but are you for real? Apparently not. Okay. So Oklahoma, by the way, I am Fred Slow. You are Van Nunley. Yeah. Making the show go around is decked out in all UNM gear from Night of Champions last night. Mike Vital, Michael, how are you? Doing well, and uh, you guys uh, look like you're energized after last night's Night of Champions. Uh, well, I think I'm having an allergies thing right now, if we're going to be real transparent with each other, boys. Uh-huh. And, and I was so pumped up from last night at the Night of Champions, I just legit couldn't sleep. It took me a minute to calm down. That energy they had going there at the gym is impressive. I tell you what, you guys got my juices going over here. My, my I, I wanted to get back out there and try to clean and jerk 20 pounds, much this, less 200. Okay. All right, first of all, put yeah. that on the banned words list. Make sure you don't use jerk yeah. and juices in the same sentence say, with us anymore. Yeah, did you say clean that jerk? What is that? Goodness. Come on, Michael. Yeah. Know your audience. Well, I was excited to, uh, maybe it's another bad word. I really enjoyed <laughs> your guys uh, being out there and setting the scene for people, you know, just listening through with you guys. I mean, that's what that was the goal, right? Bring the listenership in there in the gym with us and have some fun with us and show how exciting that event was. Mission accomplished. The answer is slavery, though. Uh, they wanted to be above the Mason-Dixon line, so it put them slightly above where Missouri ended, and that allowed Oklahoma, if they so choose to, to be a slave state. But then whenever they decided not to, that's whenever they got into, okay, we're just going to impress Native American populations. That's the whole panhandle story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm very familiar with the Trail of Tears, and I'm very familiar with their position on slavery. Yeah. But I want to know about the panhandle, just the finger part. That's what it is, to stay 
to does, say. Does that strip of land suck so bad that not even Texas want it? That is correct. Is that why they gave it to What is there? It, so it's known as a lot of things. It's known as no man's land, number one. Yeah, okay, duh. Yeah, the it, for a long time it was the public land strip. I don't know if you're familiar with that. So that was, no one's going to buy anything out here. <laughs> is that like an Area 50 thing before they moved it to 51? Uh, yeah, I think so. And, like, if you say the word extreme to me, obviously I think, like, pro wrestling. I'm like, okay, ECW, like, obviously. No, this is I just, like. I think More Than Words, the beautiful song by. More the, the Than ba- Words. Yeah. Was that close? I think that's pretty close. Also, it's such a stupid part of Oklahoma. Literally, the county there is named Texas County. That's not even Oklahoma. That's Texas. Do they rent it out? Do they got to pay rent to own that little strip of land? That n- Nothing's there. There's so not a, okay. there's not a river. There's not a lake. Yeah, right. There's not a city. Well, it's just a strip of nothing. It's three counties, and they make up only 077 percent of the population of Oklahoma. Not even one full percent of the pocket population of Oklahoma lives in this dumb strip of Oklahoma. Five zero five two four six zero six ten. If you're an Okie, which by the way, up there with Hoosier as far as stupid state nicknames, reach out to the program. Tell us how you love the pain. By the way, Friday we had back-to-back Sooners on the program. Sooner both, than what? Both both pitch for the isotopes. Yeah, 166 miles I long. I guarantee you neither of those gentlemen have ever been in that strip of land because they know better. That's the first thing they teach you yeah. at OU you don't. is don't go yeah. in this part of this country. When you go to OU, they go, no, you. No, don't, you don't go. Yeah, there. don't go there. And also the, the north to south of it, what is that, lateral or long roll? Longitude. Longitude. Lateral. Lat. Long. Lateral. 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 Is only 34 miles. So that's like marathon adjacent. Like that's like marathon plus. That's Bernalillo to Santa Fe. Is that correct? Yeah. That's not very far. Nope. I don't think your math is right on that. Well, it's 45. (laughs) I guess it's pretty close to right. North to Albuquerque. Yeah. Bottom of Santa Fe is 45. The largest town in the Panhandle is called Gaiman, which is, I believe, a Jamaican settlement. Sure. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, the county seat of Texas County, Oklahoma. Number one export is the ganja. From Oklahoma. You didn't see that coming, did you? No, I did not. Yeah, anyways, I'm going to spend about no time ever in the Panhandle of Oklahoma. From the live chat, people agree. I think I-40 goes through there, so you do go through it, I think. No, it stops right below it and goes due south. Yeah, you familiar with away, Amarillo? Get away from that garbage. Do you want a 72-ounce steak or do you want Oklahoma? Hey, I've tried that. That's too, too much to eat. All right, first of all, Michael, just because you tried it doesn't mean it was too much. It just means you failed, okay? You can, you can do everything right. Much. You can do everything right in life and still fail. I know that is true. I'm an example. By the way, if you are on the live stream watching us on StreamYard or Facebook Live or yeah. wherever you get your live video. Welcome to the program. Welcome to the program. It still has last night's title. So we didn't go back in time and do the show again. It does say we are live from the UNM oh, Night of Champions. Dude, that's my fault. But that's fine. I jumped right in. It's actually today. Today we're bagging on Oklahoma. We got and, well, three the, hours of this. And the 103rd median. <laughs> right, boys? Right? No? Yeah, well. It's about states' rights. Hey, states' rights are about to go crazy right now. Because all those dumb, crappy states that everyone tries to avoid, us not included. No, we're great. 
we're insanely great. We're probably the best one. Of the states? Yeah, if yeah. I was to rank states, i put us top five. Easily. Today's I-9 varsity is the I-9. I was I-9, trying to think of two that are better. The I-9 varsity of states. Okay. okay that's the day's I-9 varsity is the I-9 varsity of states. Get that at 645 where we will. Just jotted that down. We will rank the best states. Because big elephant in the room, Michael, and we're going to talk about Night of Champions. Don't think we're not. We're going to talk about the Isles big win last night. Winning game five? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? That's yep. huge. 4-2 in an exciting go-away fashion. Oh, my gosh. Also, I maybe I'll bring this up whenever we bring it up, but if you want to see per capita the most people hitting a vape pen, you go to the intermission of an Ice Wolves hockey game and all these people <laughs> stepping out on the patio. Yeah. Interesting. There was a hockey fan, which, by the way, doesn't want to be a fan of anything but hockey. Hockey fan loves that they love Very hockey. Passionate fans. And they're passionate about not loving anything else. That makes total sense. Yes. Besides vape pens. They love allegedly. Vape I wasn't pens. there. I wasn't there. There's so you know that patio outside the outpost ice arenas where there's like that Yeah. And and I'm gonna shoot you real straight on this. It's a wonderful little overlook. They it's have a cool thing. overlook. Yeah. Need needs better patio furniture. You need something metal and you need it locked down. I don't need people moving all the chairs to one table. That's not how this thing works. You don't do well with scraping noises. Oh gosh, no. 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 You ever put nails on a chalkboard? What kind of nails? <laughs> like copper? Brads. Iron? Brads. Brads? Yeah. Okay. Nope. Oh, God. I just gave my own self goosebumps. <laughs> There's nothing worse than someone who lives above you and they have the chairs and they scream like crazy. Also, did I just do tantric nail stimulation to myself? I think you did. Oh, I don't like yes. that. So the big story, that's the big story of today, is Supreme Court justices. One or multiple of them. Dog, enough of them. Allegedly, and this isn't even allegedly, it's been confirmed. They're about to overturn Roe v. Wade. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? What the story is, from what I understand, it was a leak on purpose. A Politico leak on purpose. Yes. Someone in the House said, and I don't mean the House of Representatives, I mean the House of the Supreme Court Justices in the know. And I'm like, this is the only story that matters in the world. I'm going to be real transparent right now. Like if you're currently listening to this program and you possess, I don't know, a uterus, like this is a story that applies to you, Taurus. Nice. I got you. And the thing that's the thing about it is like, how do you keep change like this from happening? How do you keep a negative impact that has been a law in this country for 49 freaking years? How do you go to Sammy Alito, who's writing this thing up and go, hey, uh, homeboy, already a law, big dog. You can't just make your own laws. This isn't the United States of Sammy. I should have said elite because that would make more sense. The United States of America blew that one. But I got two hours and forty five minutes left. I'm burned, dog. I'm so mad about this thing right now. Where and where is like that? There should already be sports and sports adjacent individual that is up in arms about this thing. And normally I'm like, hey, give it a bleed, figure it out, make sure you got the facts right. This has been confirmed. Where are you at, LeBron? You know, I think I think the wave is coming because this is just day one. Should be here because you know the the LeBrons of the world, the the Jay Zs of the world, the people who everyone is listening to. Mm-hmm. They got to sit down with their publicist. They got to sit down with their team for a day. They're not just going to jump on it immediately and do some something damaging to their image. But the wave is coming, and I guarantee you, damaging with their image. They all had response when Will Smith was smacking your boy Chris Rock around in about five seconds. 
his mental health is not the Poplis' responsibility. Also, Roe v. Wade has already been handled. That's established law. Like, what are you doing? And you're lying to get into the spot. I'm not even going to go into that right now. What I'm going to go into, because we're a sports-based show, is who is that person? Who is that person in the world of sports or sports adjacency who comes out and says, no. Damn right. Time to rise up. And by rise up, I don't mean storm the Capitol. Sure. No, I mean go to the polls. Midterms are coming. Hey, and if you can't do it at a federal level, you do it at your state level. You call MLG and you say, hey, MLG, put this on the books. States' rights secede, supersede. Secede would be leave. Mm-hmm. That, they tried that once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't work out. Didn't go great. State rights supersede. <laughs> to the panhandle of Oklahoma. They, well, okay. If that panhandle was to secede from Oklahoma, that'd be the best thing that ever happened to Oklahoma. Probably be the best thing that happened to the panhandle. Oh. Also, Oklahoma has some fine highways. They do have a toll system. I recognize that. But I like the idea that people that utilize it pay for it. I think that's the way like public services could work. That's how you're describing how tolls work. Yes. Yeah. And it goes to something. Also, New Mexico has really good highways, too. And I feel like people locally feel like they don't. But have you ever driven in a place with poor highways? Well, look, New Mexico is just so lovely in every way that you got to find something to complain about. Here? Yeah. I cannot. I need I need the forest fires to go out. That's a freaking fact. That's see that's one. That's a hundred percent the thing I need. Rain. Rain, Michael. Yeah. You know anyone? Can you make that happen? Get some rain in the mix. Oh, I can seed say. clouds. That what is that? Cumulus. That's where we work. Yeah. Speaking of making it rain, I tell you when I saw John Bones Jones at the club. Nice. We better go to the break. Breeding Grinders in the news. we got a fun one today joining us at 5 o'clock. Winton Bernard. And you're like, Winton? Friend of the show, Winton, who plays for the Isotopes? Yes, yeah. that Winton Bernard. He's going to join us. And you're like, well, Fred, why? The Isotopes already played it. He's a freaking player of the week. In the player PCO. of the week, okay. baby. He's like the freaking best baseball player on the whole freaking planet. You need me to prove it? Also, best baseball player in the National League for Major League Baseball, Nolan Arenado, last month. He is an absolute terror to anyone who has to look him physically in the eye and oppose him. The best player in the major leagues and the best player in the minor leagues are both named Nolan, and they're both third basemen for the Cardinals. Is that creepy or what? Ooh, I don't like that. Yeah. Yep. I don't like what you just – I have sweaty mm-hmm. your palms mm-hmm. whenever you started saying that. Yep. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YNCA of Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. So the Supreme Court drafts this opinion that's going to overturn Roe v. Wade. By the way, drafted it before it's even like presented to him. So let's let's put that in perspective if we're going to put something in perspective. Yeah. Don't you have a job? Like do the stuff on your plate. Figure like, it out. Invent new problems for us. So the world of sports reacts. And here's the thing. I'm in the world of sports. And here's the thing. And it's coming in on the texter. What does Roe v. Wade have to do with sports? And then, by the way. My favorite thing about the texture is when you don't know how to make a point, you go to name calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. You don't, I get it. You lack articulation. You don't know how sure. to convey a point. Sure. Somebody hasn't regurgitated this to you yet yeah. from your conservative talk fandom so that you know what to say. So you go to name calling. I 100% get that. If you don't know what Roe v. Wade has to do with sports, maybe because you think it's a boxing match, that's why you don't get it. But when Natasha Cloud, who, by the way, you're like, who's Natasha Cloud? Here's the thing you're not really a sports fan. Sure. You're a fan of the NFL. When, when Natasha Cloud, who plays for the Mystics, WNBA champion, when Sue Bird is coming out, when all of these 
gals in the world of sports come out immediately and they start condemning those who are condemning them, that's when it's a sports story. Shut up and dribble. How about this? Yep. When Billie Jean King, go ahead. Just keep hearing it. You just keep hearing it over and over again. I mean, this is going to be, you're going to, it's, I tell you, there's going to be a tidal wave tomorrow of people speaking out on this and just get ready for it. We're warning you now. Hey, we're telling you now that this is, this transcends sports and it will be intertwined with sports because this is going to be the biggest story, if not the whole world in this country for a long time coming. If Roe falls, millions of Americans immediately lose access to critical reproductive care. That's the bottom line. That's what it means. And you're like, Fred, what does that mean? I just said it in as simplistic of terms as you can hear. And here's the thing. Billie Jean King's also saying it. Here's the thing. Everyone in the world of sports is saying it. So what this does is this creates what? A movement. And then what does the movement do? The movement is go to your locals. Go to your local government. Go to your current government. Go to your national government. Or excuse me, go to the federal government. And you, you start making those moves. And you appoint those people. And this to come out right now, by the way, it's not leaked on accident. Politico knows what they're doing. This is, we got to excite this leaning bias, and I know a lot of the conversation, I get the emails from everyone who listens. Fred's too progressive. What's he doing? Well, here's the thing. Fred's not progressive, but Fred is only going to help people. And if you identify that as progressive and you identify that as a negative, you're missing it. You're missing life. Look around you. It's all around you. Wanting, wanting to help people, wanting people to have better lives, wanting people to have health care, wanting people to be educated – that's not some progressive liberal, like, I'm dying on this no. talking point. You want people to have better lives. That is simple. That's, And then the world of frustration that is around that, and, I, and I'm not going to be the guy who's like, hey, I'm only going to go to Deadspin for articles because I know how Deadspin rolls. Like, no, I don't need my source of information there. What I need to do is see if the people in the community that claim to support issues such as this are supporting them. I don't see you yet, LeBron. And I will very much recognize, I'm just using LeBron. Sure, sure. But I will very much recognize the, hey, what's a man to say about a woman's right, blah, blah, blah. I very much get all that. I'm not going to dismiss it. You don't need it explained to me. But what I'm going to say is you cannot claim, Colin Kaepernick, that you are for the rights of everyone if you're not on this one. Because they're all the same. You don't get to pick and choose if you are trying to be righteous. Because those individuals who claim to be righteous, which, by the way, I often have your back. You can't drop it on this one. The same way when I'm like, hey, forget LeBron and forget China. It's the same idea. You're not righteous. You're cherry picking. Right. Don't cherry pick. Go. Be a good guy or be a bad guy. I'm a big WWE guy. Figure it out. I saw some statistics today. 40% of this country agrees that the woman's right to choose. 13% believes it is not an issue that anyone gets to decide on and then there's a big gray area in the middle let's talk about 40 percent versus 13 percent how is this 13 percent of the country able to sway the views of this whole country and if you you want to choose any reason you have on your thoughts on this issue i'll give you a big one when you think conception starts, scientific question, et cetera, et cetera, I don't care what you think about that opinion. Right. I agree with you that, hey, every child should be born, but I don't agree with you until they all have health care, until they all have housing, until they all can get an education. You do those things for me, go crazy. Go crazy. 
But if you can't care, if you can't take care of the kid once it's born, you have no argument. You have no argument against the mother who can't take care of it. Also, like quality of life is obviously a thing. Sure. Yeah. There's a million reasons to do what you need to do for yourself. And I'm not even going to say what that thing is because I don't know. From the live chat, the Supreme Court will settle this once and for all. Here's the thing. It's been settled. It's been settled. Already a settled. long time ago. 49 years ago. Yeah. Settled. Do you think new data has came out since then to change this? No. No. And what you're going to happen is you're going to get a weird political swing, which I don't want to exist. I don't want to have to go through the um, the House passes because the House will. There's enough votes. They pass that this is now a federal law. It's not just... It's not just yeah. settled in the Supreme Court. And then it's going to go to the Senate, and it's not going to pass because it's filibustering. You've got to have 60. And you're like, Fred, what are you talking about? The sports talk. You have to have 60 votes. And then you go to all these states that have representatives that didn't vote that way, and now you're going to get this weird big midterm movement. And by the way, is it all a huge distraction and not get rid of student debt? Probably. Sure. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a conspiracy guy. Yeah. But where are you, Colin Kaepernick? It's taking a lot of pertinent talking points off of the table. Where are you, Megan Rapino? What the midterm elections were really going to be about, this is taking it off the table. Now, this is going to become front and center, and you're not going to get people like us in the middle talking about it. You're going to get the two most polarized voices on each end of the spectrum yelling at each other, being completely unreasonable with each other. That's all you're going to hear now. Not the not the reasonable conversations no. that we have in this gray area in the middle. When, and I can't even have it because I'm telling you, I'm already outraged that those individuals in sports who so regularly claim righteousness over topics and understandings and political issues. Where are you at right now? You've had a full day. You've had one day. You know where to be with your social media team on everything else. Where are you at on this? It's coming. I think you got to let it breathe for one full day, and it is coming tomorrow. There's going to be a lot of outspoken opposition. Here's what I want. I want for everyone to help others. I want it to be done altruistically, specifically as it relates to the world of sport, because there's so much power in the world of sport. And I'm the guy who hosts the Sports Talk radio show and is in. I get it. I watch the draft. Here's the thing. I think it's a spectacle. I think it's a joke. I think it's a dumb billboard. I think it's done so we can make fun of former players or front office guys for the Minnesota Vikings. I get it. But you have this platform, and you have to use it to help. Only help. Help everyone. Sure. I'm in. World of frustration on my end right now with it. Again, I'll I'll beat this horse into the ground. I don't want to hear your topic about when conception starts until you can guarantee me every single kid is born that is taken care of. That is education, that is health care, that is housing. Once, you, once you're able to take care of every kid born in this country, then you start telling me even, to do with what all these children are doing. Even that path right now, though, for me, is unnecessary because we don't need to go there yet because that conversation— We're so far away. We don't have to get to it. We're so far away. We're, we're at, you're overturning what's already been turned. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I'm not on the, the subject at hand. I'm on the understanding of how it works. Here's how the Supreme Court works. Oh, we're just going to change the rules. 50 years ago. You don't get to do that. We have rules for a reason. You know what I don't love? I don't necessarily love, like, transgendered swimmers going from one sex to the other and competing against uh, untransgendered swimmers. I personally don't think that's the best thing in the world. Here's the thing, though. The individual who's doing it, they're playing by the rules that were set. Mm -hmm. And because the rules are there and they're playing, what am I to do? I didn't set the rules. They're not my rules, but I recognize they're being followed. I recognize in the Olympics they're being followed. 
So what what are we supposed to do? We just change the rules. You can't. They're already the rules. They're already the rules. And if you change them, because I'm a guy who can play by the rules, follow the, hey, you're, you're asked to do something, pay taxes, follow, like do all these things. But once you're like, I don't, I don't like the way it's working with the rules, you can't just change them. Right. That's what this is. What you, what you hear on the, on the other side is Second Amendment, for example. You don't want a gun? Don't buy one. Okay. Cool. I'll use that argument. You don't want an abortion? Cool. Don't get one. But let's not overturn 50 years. 50 years. Yeah. Well, I'm not a guy who would, like, I'll say right here on this radio show and say, I'm not at a point in my life where I would. Like, hey, when I was younger and I didn't know what was going on, but I'm now mentally and emotionally and financially, and I'm all these things stable enough to where I'm in that situation, I can handle it in my life. Mm -hmm. Unless there's a medical reason not to. And then I have to explore some options. But here's the thing. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about playing by the rules that is established by this country, and I so very much love this country, to where you have to follow them through. And if you start trying to change them for your own agenda, as extreme or as minor as it is, that's when you lose me. And those people that are screaming out against that, LeBron freaking James, why aren't you screaming out right now? Where's Tom Brady? Where's Tom Brady? Where's Serena Williams? That's what where's, I need. Where's Jeannie Buss? Where is Jeannie Buss? The list runs. Yeah. Fire me up. I'm going to leave We're going to hear from everybody tomorrow. Good. One way or another. I want them to. Hey, talk about it with everyone. But talk when you're talking, listen just as much as you're talking. And oh, you're talking about listening? Oh, my gosh. You're talking about listening in this country? Yeah. Good luck. And from the texter, which, by the way, doubled down on the name calling, because why wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not talking about killing anyone. I'm talking about the rules. But, Fred, I can't hear that argument. I, know I, only, had to, I only know how to defend this one argument. I recognize that's all you know. I see you. I've never met you. I know you. I've met a hundred of you. I've never met you. I know a thousand of you. Never one time come across you. You know what else I know? Like front runners. I know front runners real well. Sure. Colin Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. Go get him. You're a champion of the people. You're the people. You're looking right at him. I Googled it. No response. Fire me up. Freak me out. DeAndre Hawkins cheats. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. So DeAndre Hopkins, you familiar with this cat? I'm very well aware. Also, He's one of the best and to do it right all now. All right, hold up on and that. There's a reason. He is not one of the best to do it. Why really? are you going with that angle? He's like a top five guy. He's a difference maker. Everyone is a pro bowler. I want to make sure we're on the same page with that. You do. You He's get, an all proer. No. Pro bowler is a consolation prize for the losers that don't go to the playoffs. He, He's an all pro level guy. That's a legit honor. Okay, I'm hearing you because I wasn't prepared for that thought process, and I will say yes. Okay. But also keep in mind, please, that he was a pro bowler, and guys like Mitchell Trubisky have been pro bowlers. Sure. That like does I not said, matter. You're backing me up. Thank you. Also, like now when you break breaking news on like someone getting suspended or doing something stupid, they put up like a big smiling picture of them in a tweet with a cool like Captain America style font of like <laughs> breaking news. Suspended six games. Who's going to tell me what he was doing? That's what I need to know. Because everywhere I'm looking, no one is like, hey, it was this specific thing. Is this performance enhancers? Is this recreational? But DeAndre Hopkins, he caught six of them. Games, not balls. And he's going to be suspended from the NFL for some time. And you would have to think 
Arizona knew this one was coming, right? Well, I mean, maybe it's just Rogers punch a karma cleanse. His essential oil enema, and there was like some illegal substances in that there. That's outlawed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After Rogers did it. So I guess what the Cardinal, the Texans ended up winning that trade overall, right? No, not for six games. It'll probably be cut down to three. Is that how the appeal works on sure. that? Sure. Yeah. Sure. It'll probably be cut down to three. And we just figured out why they traded for Hollywood Brown. Because they already knew this was coming. Yeah, you would think. And yeah. Kyler Murray had to have known it was coming too because he has been on the, on the hey, help me out bandwagon because he knew he was about to play, which I guess is now a third of the season, without one of the best. Kyle, if Kyler Murray right now is like, hey, I'm not coming back until I get a – what are the Cardinals going to do but pay him? They have to pay him because what else do you have? You have nothing else on this field. People aren't even going to show up to your games. There's a lot going on in Arizona. You can have fun that's not at a football game. And, and this is a bummer for DeAndre Hopkins because he always seemed like a voice of reason guy. He always seemed like a character guy. Great teammate. He dealt great with all that Texan stuff. But he's just saying the cliched stuff that somebody who's guilty, who's going to take their punishment, says. Also, and I want to make sure I got this right, wasn't it like the whole wide receiver core in Houston – like, all got caught with PEDs like a year ago? Or am I making that up? Or was it two years ago? But it was like... Uh, he was already gone. Well, he was gone. Yeah. But the... You think uh, he opened up the playbook to yeah, them? AJ and Fuller and uh, that Roby kid. Like, they all got caught with stuff. And he was, like, in the mix right before that. So you can't fall far from that tree. That's my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong on that. But if you pick up a practice beforehand, what's going to make you surrender that practice... As you move forward, you've already found success with it. I remember after the big Balco story came out that a, a couple of the guys who were hooking people up with dope and hooking people up with the clear and hooking people up with the cover, yeah. he came out and said the only reason people get busted is when they go off their regiment. Yeah, when you cycle wrong. And DeAndre, like Bing Bing Bing, had a keyword, said, have always taken a holistic approach. So I'm like, well... Holistic approach, that doesn't cover up whatever you're taking. No, that's that's the... You're talking punch a karma cleanse. Yep, that's what I was literally about to say. That's the key word for holistic. Joining us in the friend of the show hotline, Mailman. Mailman, welcome. How are you? What's happening, fellas? Have up, my dude? So, uh, I decided I was going to go ahead and pay y'all that call that we said we discussed uh, about the draft yep. after uh, Night of Champions and... Thoughts and prayers go out to everybody up in up in the great north. A little bit. And if y'all could if y'all could arrange some cloud seating, they'll gladly take it. I'm sure. The and a little bit of update. I talked to New Mexico Highlands athletic director Andrew Ealing today, and he was saying that the way that the winds have turned as of today, they're looking to have like an 18 to 24 hour like pretty okay window right in front of them. They don't know what's going to happen after that, but that's very good for the city of Las Vegas. Yeah, but. We don't have enough water yet to put out all the fires that's burning in New Mexico. There is that. That's correct. Uh, we could dump, we could dump uh, Coach T. Lake. We could dump McAllister uh, uh, and all the other lakes up north, and we could turn around and dump Elephant Butte. And probably still wouldn't have enough water to put it all out. It's crazy when you put it in that perspective. Sure. Yeah, if you, if you think about it, I mean, one of those fires is like 48,000 acres. I mean, 
that is crazy how big that is. 48,000 acres. But uh, anyway, uh, to get to get back, um, so last week y'all did the call about Randy Orton's uh, thingy. I had already called before y'all got to do it. So yep. I wanted to give you my favorite Randy Orton memory. Oh, please do. You're, you're, do you remember when, right before he became a legend killer, and it's, I think this was right before he became a legend killer, and it sat him off, was, remember somebody gave him a race car that had his face on it? And was it Dave Bautista that broke up that race car with a... It was Kofi Kingston. Yeah, somebody broke that car with a with a sledgehammer or yes. something. <laughs> and set him off and... I think right after that, he became a legend killer and just started freaking uh, uh, snapping people's necks, <laughs> putting people to sleep. It was super sweet. Was that, was that? Did that? Was that the trigger? I mean, you have to you have to think back to that man, uh, friend, and do your little uh, well, do your would... research and let me know. I think that was the trigger that set him off, and he became a legend killer. He just started. If we, if we apply Fast and the Furious rules to this scenario, then yes, that was the trigger. Once you destroy your race car, then you are allowed to go on a uh, a tirade of of devastation and destroying. Yeah, so, yeah, so that, that, that set it off. So, um, Buddy Van, Big Dog, I, I, I'm sorry for leaving you out of that conversation right there. So we'll, well go I would back ha- to Green Bay Packerdom. I so, would ha- I would have nothing to contribute. So that's uh, you gave me a few minutes off. Thank you. Yeah. So Green Bay Packerdom. What do you think? I, I gotta know. What do you think? Well, they got two really good defensive pieces. They got a steal on the offensive line. And they got my dude Christian, baby. They got my target for the whole draft. They listened dude, to me. They finally project. they responded to all my project. emails. Maybe four years before he pans out. Does Rogers have that long to wait for him to pan out? Yeah, he's going to be great. He only he's only going to need a few games. He's that talented. He's a freak athlete. And he was at a running school, so he didn't get a. There's not a lot of tape on him to show how talented he is, but. I love the pick. He got a receiver. There's still a couple good guys out there. They think they need more help. Also, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't friggin' know. <laughs> and then, and we gotta cut you loose, mailman. Because and they, they got two guys from Georgia. They got yeah. two guys on defense from Georgia, and apparently the whole NFL is doing that. So good on them. I can tell yeah, you. I can tell like everybody took Georgia. <laughs> mailman, we got, we're at the break. I can tell you this. Right, for for right. a long time, mailman Steelers, you're gonna hear. Uh, uh, Pickett to Austin. Pickett to Austin is going to be a thing in Pittsburgh for some time to come. Sure. Like it, that to me, the Steelers did it the way that you do a draft. Like you go get guys who will contribute from the skill position. Mailman you know, was asking you about um, Randy Orton, right? Yeah. Randy Orton's race car. Yes. I wonder if you know what race car is spelt backwards. Whenever we get back, we'll tell you that and so much more. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Opinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Wyndham Bernard will join the program in about, what, Michael, like 10 minutes? Yes. Finishing up our NFL talk. There's a lot of Steelers fans out there. I think the Steelers hit it. 
I think the Steelers draft was a legit draft. Get skill guys, get guys who can go. Like you said, man, get Georgia guys. The Michigan State kid looks real good. There's something there. I mean, this is like opening day of baseball, right? It's like the day after the draft. If you're a fan of your team, you can make any excuse that like, hey, this this is the perfect fit like I just did about the Packers. They got a receiver I liked, even though he was the ninth, 10th, 11th receiver ranked by most draft experts. He was my guy. He was a guy I like. I like his skill set. So just because they got my guy, I'm positive about this whole draft. <laughs> out, of, out, of 12, out of 12 picks, we got a receiver I liked and two defensive players from Georgia. So now I'm friggin' stoked. And all that analysis stuff, that's just all that it is, just conjecture analysis. It's speculation. It's all because, it is. What is it, 52% of first-round picks? are still starting for their team. I have no idea. And then like 60% of undrafted players are on rosters in NFL leagues. That means more players who weren't drafted are on NFL right. rosters right now yep. than people who were Good drafted. Point. So every year isn't this amazing, isn't amazing way to turn your franchise around. These are all lottery tickets. Some are more likely than the others. Some organizations are better than reading talent. It's just like everyone's all tied Opening day, everyone has hope. Even the loser Cincinnati Reds, you had hope <laughs> three weeks ago. You guys had a sprinkle of hope. Now look what happened. And you see the teams year in and year out. Like, let's just take our Packers, for instance, Van. How well of an organization where they like to draft and develop? It doesn't look like it's who's that person, who's Christian Watson. But you'll find out in a couple of years, by the way, the system that they work and draft and develop. Yeah, and I'm writing this down. 5-3. At 4.52, I said Christian Watson was my guy. And we time-stamped every time that I said Christian Watson was my guy, right? And by the way, he's not really my guy that hard because one time last week I called him Christian Walker, and I got called out for it. Also, the thing about Christian Watson, who's going to catch like a cool, fun nickname from everyone, yeah. he's forever going to be compared to a kick returner from Kansas State, Jordy Nelson, and he's not Jordy Nelson. He's not built like Jordy Nelson. Nope. He don't play like Jordy Nelson. Nope. But same color as Jordy Nelson, a white guy. So you're going to go out there and they're going to be like, well, Christian Watson's like Derek Jeter white. Yeah, I'm telling you how Green Bay fan is, though. Okay. That's, you, a, that's an excellent point. Yeah. And he's going to get all these weird comparisons forever. And you're going to be like, this is literally a different type of athlete. This is a different type of player. This is like if Greg Jennings had size. He never had size. This is like if, well, I mean, like I've heard a lot over my lifetime. He's a good size. This, okay. That's yeah. nice. I'm just saying there is a certain um, type of receiver <laughs> that the Packers have never had. This is it. 6'5". This is the one. Michael Finley, they had as a tight end early on in Rogers' career. You're talking about Bubba Franks? You want to talk about Bubba Franks right now? Hey, he was a good blocker. <laughs> I, I root for anybody named Bubba. Same. You, but, you didn't, if you didn't know, like, loyal listener, we'll break the fourth wall right here. My family's nickname for me when I was younger was Bubba. Aww. Growing up in Texas. Aww. So any Bubba has a special place in my heart. Would you rather, That's a good panhandle yeah. name, too. Bubba Franks, Bubba Watson, Would you hu rather, Hubba Bubba Gum. Like, I hope they get better than, you know, Yike Stripes or whatever. Bubba Gump Shrimp. Bubba Gump Shrimp is obviously the best shrimp. It's obviously the best shrimp. You know why? Boil it. Fry it. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, I'm, I'm glad the draft is over. That's how I feel. Because you and I, we, we work on a sports talk show. We have to watch college football games to have an understanding of what's going on. Correct. We don't have an understanding of any of these players are. We don't have an understanding of projections or ideas. We do it professionally. This whole thing's crazy. Wouldn't Bernard... Hey, you, you didn't watch a lot of South Dakota State University games last year? No. You can't just pull from your own innate memory of Christian Watson for your draft analysis? Okay. When we get back, Wynn Bernard. Also, congratulations again through the workday. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Latest recipient of the two men on drip joining us on the program, Winton Bernard. Isotopes, what I'm going to call now legend, Winton Bernard. Winton, welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. So, I mean, what's up? You, you, you get the two men on drip. You just go out there, become PCL player of the week. You don't even, <laughs> like, can, you can't take no pressies in, like, your two men on shirt. Like, what's the deal? No, I love it. I love it. I know. Yeah, I like how you put legend behind that name, too. That was awesome. That's the way it should be, because you, you're now that. You, oh, man, I appreciate that. Yeah, we've got you into th- – we, we have a ring here. You're now a three-timer friend of the show. So, Wynn Bernard, <laughs> uh, recipient of the two men on drip and PCL player of the week. There we go. You guys are making me blush over here. So, so did you have the two men on shirt underneath all week? You, just put it, you couldn't wash yeah. it. You couldn't take it off. You know what's funny? I've I've been sleeping with it. Um, <laughs> I, I couldn't even put it in the laundry. You no. know, I just that, that's my shirt right there. Well, and Wendy's, <laughs> you're so superstitious because he's got one of those like duck feather down pillow like couch one, the homes where the little feathers come out. Sure, gets stuck in the shirt. He just leaves it. Leave it. I can't chance it. Can't chance right, it, boys. Can't. Hey, exactly. All right, let me make sure I got these numbers right. Nine for twenty-three, three doubles, three home runs, eleven ribbies while playing. In all six games, Wednesday through whatever that would have been, or Tuesday through whatever that would have been. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> are you joking me, Win? Like, what's the deal? Is it a beach ball out there right now to you? Oh, man. I've actually really been seeing the ball well. Uh, Jordan Pacheco, our, our hitting coach, he's helped me good. out a ton. And um, the craziest thing was, like, two leadoff homers. Um, the first night, I hit one on the first pitch, and then the second night, all the guys were like, they're not going to throw you another fastball. And – you know, I talked to Todd Helton before the game. He's like, hey, you got to be ready for the fastball. Sure enough, they threw me a slider, and it just kind of hung over the plate, and I hit that second one, and that was that was incredible. That was, that was the highlight of the week right there. So have you seen any strikes? I mean, you were on fire all week, but you hit balls out of the zone, right, because no one was pitching to you anymore. Well, it's funny because in a couple of my bats, they weren't, and then the next at bats, it was like I told uh, – one of my best friends, I said, hey, I didn't see one fastball today. They threw me all off speed, and that was uh, the second-to-last game when I went three for five. Um, I think I had 21 pitches, and none of them were fastballs. They were all off speed pitches. Talk about the analytics a little bit behind how you approach a pitcher. Like, are, do you go up there looking for one, like you're not going to miss the pitch you're looking for, or is it a, hey, I know in this percent of time he throws this pitches when there's runners on base. Like, what kind of approach do you take to knowing that you're going to go up there and have a really good shot at it? Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Uh, some guys are like, they'll be like 
50% fastball, 50% slider. So right. you got to be ready to hit both. But then it's just like maybe I'm looking up in the zone or I'm looking down in the zone. And for me, that kind of works. So sometimes I'll look at look for pitches like either inside or outside, or I'll look up and down. Um, I know some other guys can – they just sit fastball, they just sit slider. And I kind of look at like a certain certain zone, and that helps me out a lot because sometimes you'll see a slider, and it's it's just as good as a fastball. So I want to be ready to hit both. So, Winton, at what point in your heater does the hitting coach just back off and say, no, 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 you're good. Just just go. Just go. <laughs> That's actually how it's been the past couple of weeks. You know, like, <laughs> I, 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 I've tried to bring bring up a few things to him. He's like, man, you're fine. He's like, you're, you're, doing, you're doing great. Like, you don't have to worry about anything. So uh, it's more of me reaching out to him and, and picking his brain on certain pitches or, like, one swing, bad swing. I'll take. I'll ask him what he's got. He's just like, "Hey, man, you're doing fine." So he's got me. He's got me locked in right now. Joining us on the program, Ice Tub Legend Wynton Bernard, also uh, latest recipient of the Two Men on Drip. So <laughs> this ain't the first time you won this award. What's up? I mean, you just you, although all the way back. Get this, Van. Are you ready? Hit me. It was the last week of May, 2015. Oh, that's a good year. Yeah. That's good bookends. That's a pretty good bookend right there. Yeah, I know. Crazy. Yeah, that was a long time ago, and I actually do remember getting that. And I remember how excited I was. I think I was on a hitting streak at that time. It was like a 15-game hitting streak. I got player of the week. Uh, that was my first year in A. And so I think the cool thing about this is this is like my sixth year in AAA. Like I've been up and down from AA, AAA, up and down AAA, and I've never got PCL player of the week. So it's pretty. It's a pretty cool accomplishment for how long I played in the in the league. As you're checking off milestones, what's the next one? Was this one ever in your sights? I guess that's a good question to start with. And then what is the next one? Oh man, you know what? It's like you don't think about these type of things until it actually happens. So my manager sent out the message, uh, Schaefer, in the morning on our flight to Oklahoma City. He's like, when Bernard got you know ISIS or PCL Player of the Week. So obviously, I was super excited about it because anytime you get any type of accomplishment, it's a big deal. Um, the next one is just do it again, you know, try to repeat it. So a lot of success at home. You guys are just killing it at home. You got a little yeah. drop-off on the road. What do we need to do? We got to send you some Blake's Burgers or some, <laughs> some Sadie's Salsa. How do you recreate that magic on the road going forward? You know what? I think it's just adjusting to the to the altitude a little bit quicker. Uh and not to make a big deal about it, but it actually does play a difference. Like the breaking balls, they they drop a little bit more. The fastballs, they spin a little bit more when we're on the road. So if we make those adjustments quicker, I think it'll definitely help us. But I wouldn't mind a a, a gift card here or there that might help, or another <laughs> you know two men shirt, something Sweet. something to get me going. <laughs> So, obviously, big win today on the road during day baseball, which, by the way, I'll fight anyone who argues this. Day baseball is better than night baseball. I will argue. I love day baseball. I'm on it. I I, love. Didn't, say I, didn't say I don't like waking up at, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning, but I love day baseball. Well, and you don't know this about me, but I have precious baby blue eyes, and I can't really see for a lick in the sun, but I don't care. <laughs> I'll put shades on. I don't care at all. There you go. But there you go. I wasn't the only one not seeing today because Feltner retired 12 in a row. Tell me what it's like just to stand in the outfield for four straight innings and do nothing. Literally amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, <laughs> I mean, sometimes you're looking at these hitters and you know, I mean, this team right here, they've got so much MLB experience on the team. It's like a big league team. But I'm, I'm in the outfield like, man, these guys, some of these guys don't even have a chance. Like when he's on, he is on. 
and even when he's a little bit off, he's on. You know what I mean? So it's it's fun to play behind because you know all we have to do is make plays on defense, and he's going to strike a lot of guys out. All right, little curveball here, Wenton. All right, what's your favorite favorite Topes kit? Is it the purple? Is it the classic colors? Is it the old Dodger colors? Is it the Duke's throwback? Ah, mariachis. Like mariachis. Oh, wow. Is it cheeseburgers? The, These are all the, very good. All right, hey, there. I even warned you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the mariachis jersey. Nice. Yeah, they're cold. And, and my number two is that Duke's yellow. We've I only wore it one time last year, but I, I like the way it looks. And oh. a couple of guys, it, it fit uncomfortable, but... I think it. I think it brought out my skin. It brought out the brown skin to the yellow. It was Very like a nice. Good contrast. Very Padres. I'm a little biased. Yeah. Like, that, <laughs> like that a lot. So uh, big triple today, right? So that's a big one. Whenever yeah. you go from what are we at here? Sixty-five hundred feet. What are we at, boys? I mean, we're like way up there here. Whenever you start turning left, like two hundred feet above sea level, does it just feel like a breeze running down there? Oh, it's it's way easier than Albuquerque. <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> I was fine. That altitude, something else down there. So, what, are we going to be your managers for your mayoral run here pretty soon? You gonna you gonna make a run at TK? You gonna make a run at Keller? We gonna what's going on here? Is that, is that what's gonna happen? You tell me. Five zero five two four six zero six ten. We're taking write-ins for Winton Bernard for mayor this year. So, <laughs> right. I so do you ever get a day off moving forward? Like, what's the deal? You just got to play every day now because you're the hottest player in the whole league. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm honestly fighting for a spot. I wasn't supposed to play a couple of those days last week. Um, one of our outfitters, he went down, and another one was sick. So, actually, that's how my opportunities came. So, um, I'm just trying to take advantage of my opportunities when they come, and then hopefully I can prove to uh, the Rockies and, you know, the Isotopes that I'm a good player, and hopefully my opportunities come more. And you know, you mentioned that verbatim the last time we spoke that you're just ready to jump up and take your opportunities when you get them. Yeah. And boy, did you prove that you were right. Do you feel Thank like you. you've earned it, or you're like, because you're you're the ultimate team player? Do you feel like you've earned that, or are you still okay sharing? You're like, no, 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 get me out, <laughs> get me out there. No, no I, I I definitely feel like I I earned it, and I mean that in the most humbly way possible. Um, I put my best effort out there all the day, and I just hope. Like, my stats and my production on the field can take care of itself. So, you know, I don't have to say anything. But at the same time, I, I definitely do feel like I earned it. I'm proud to say that, you know? No, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, and I, I was talking about this Sunday. So me and my lady, we go Sunday to the day game. And uh, and she doesn't she doesn't know the game as well as, as maybe I do, right? And I'm like, I'm like, well, that's the guy right there. Like, I'm, and I'm like, really? yeah, I'm like, that's the one who goes. I'm like, I'm like, of all the ones, hey, and, and obviously she fell in love with Coco right away. That's a given. That's, uh, who oh, doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't? And who I'm, doesn't? Yeah. yeah and, and I'm like, no, no, like, look at my favorite one. That's my. And, and she's like, well, we can both have a favorite one, Fred. And I was like, okay, yeah. I'll accept that. I don't want to You're accept right. it. Uh, all right. What? So day game baseball. What's the rest of the day look like for you? Just Call of Duty. Uh, oh, Call of Duty and Madden. I've been tearing these. I've been tearing these twelve-year-olds nice. up because they don't even know. <laughs> yeah, um, I've just been relaxing, took a nice little nap, and it's actually my brother's birthday—the one who went to UNM, Walter. Oh, so, uh, nice. he, he, but he big leagued me today. Uh-oh. I called him like thirty minutes ago, tried to get a call in before before we talked, and 
he said, I'll call you back. So maybe he's got a hot date or something. Because well, well, you outshined him on his birthday week. That's what it is. Yeah, you can't get player <laughs> of the week is. on bro, bro's birthday week. He's looking yeah, at, know, right? He's on your social media looking at his happy birthday messages, but looking at your congratulations on the PCL. <laughs> and it's, he's like, okay, I'm not in the mix here. I'm not even in the mix. I know, right? Wait, did did this hot treat, hot streak translate into Madden as well? Are you undefeated this week at Madden in the locker room too? You know what, guys? Can't lie to you. I lost about two in a row with the Bills. A little upset. You know, they came right down to the buzzer, but I, I feel like I got a good streak coming up. Here's what we'll we see. What I got? All right, all so right. The next time we're out at Isotopes Park, what we're doing is I will just bring the X, your Xbox or PlayStation. What are we talking here, Winton? I'm I'm thinking PS4. Okay, so. It, but if, if I'm playing you, whatever you want to get beat in. Yeah, I like this. I really, <laughs> and we only do that because it's live radio. We only do a two-minute drill is what we do. Two-minute drill? Yeah. So, oh, we, so we go down, to the, and it's like, can Winton score this touchdown against what I believe to be my lockdown defense of the team that Winton <laughs> makes me pick? I will give him that. Option. I love it. I love it. We have a lot of fun. It's on. Winton, thank, thank you for taking the time, Big Dog. I know it's tough on uh, travel day yesterday, day game baseball today, got to do media, and now you have to get to bed early because you got a big game tomorrow. I know, no problem at all. I always enjoy it. One of the best ones on the team, one of the best ones in the league. Winton Bernard, thank you so much, brother. Yeah, thank you guys. Cheers. Thanks, Winton. Good dude. All right, bye-bye. I'm so fired up about the ice tubs this year. And the record will come. Like, the record will come around. Sure. That Saturday night, 12,000 people out there at the ballpark. Are you kidding me? That's so many people. I like they got a good group of dudes, and you want to root for everybody. All of them. Nothing but a bunch of good dudes with big personalities. Well, and not just the guys on the field, but it's it's everyone who surrounds them and supports them. You know, it's the whole thing. And I'm like, it's coaching staff, and it's the front office, and it's the ushers, and you know, I'm hey hey little humble brag right here. I use media parking. The guy that helps me with media parking. It's all the way up and yeah. down. His name's John. He's very nice. Let's go to the break, because if we're going to take a call about Cardinals baseball, we're going to give it the full 15 minutes that it deserves, because Nolan Arenado is the best baseball player on the history of this planet. And my boy, Albert Pujols, had a start at first base last week for the first time since 2011. Are you kidding me? Hey, and your boy in the minors, Nolan Gorman, might be the best out of all of them. Oh, my God. We're talking my favorite thing when we get back, St. Louis Cardinals baseball. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Joining us on the program on the Friend of the Show Hotline, Michael. Michael, welcome. Hey, guys. Hey, brother. What's going on? Uh, nice to meet you guys. I moved here a little while ago. Oh, welcome. You guys welcome. Pretty- you entertaining. I consider you guys borderline rocket scientists. A um, couple of weeks ago... What? This is the first time I've ever called a radio show. This is very funny. Oh, okay. A couple of weeks ago, hey, I'm guessing hey, one of you guys is a big Cardinals fan? Yeah. That will be Fred. Fred, how are you? That's good. That's my hometown. My hometown baseball okay. team. Did I hear correctly a couple of weeks ago you said Albert Pujols was the greatest Cardinal ever? Well, I, well, I mean, I speak in hyperbole often, but I would say he's in the conversation with uh, Gibson, Musual, Pujols, uh, Molina, I would say there's there's a one right there. Okay, I heard, you know, you said Albert Pujols was the greatest Cardinal ever, and I'm like, has this guy ever heard of Stan Musial? Yeah, no, I... Has he ever heard of Bob Gibson? You know. Well, I'm, I'm a bit... And I just, 
I'm a big fan of the Dean brothers. I mean, I like the history of the game. Give me the wizard. But I would say I was so excited about the Cardinals re-signing Albert Pulse that, yes, I probably said he's the greatest Cardinal in the history of the team. I probably said that. He's a great player. But, you know, when we talk about Stan Musial, Bob Gibson, uh, even Ozzie Smith, come on. You are correct. Yeah, I cannot argue. But So Bob Gibson changed the game. Me and Van have this conversation all the time, where you always talk about modern-day baseball. That's when they had to, to change the pitching mound, and that's because of Bob Gibson. And, Van, were you saying before the show that batting averages are lower now than they've been in how long? Historically low this year. Historically low. Correct. And, and I think the game is what it is today post-Bob Gibson because Bob Gibson was as dominant as he was all the years. By the way, Tim McCarver behind the plate is the absolute best thing, except for Tim McCarver in the broadcast booth. Well, as a Mets fan, you know, I have my you know personal favorites, and Tim McCarver is one of the best. Michael, thank you for calling in and dropping Fred down. A no, peg. no, don't <laughs> because Stan, Stan Musial. I'm, work, I, I I'm tell working a, on becoming an Isotopes fan. I'm going to have to get down there and go see this. Pick a game. We you know, got you. Guys you. Talk so, about it every day. Hey, we'll do this, Michael. We got you. So next Friday, the Isotopes are at home, and you come hang out with the boys. So we'll get <laughs> we'll get the whole thing squared away. What's the next home game? Do you have that? It's got to be good, guys. Sorry, so next Friday against Sugarland, we're live at the ballpark. 640, it's a 705 start. So you come down on Friday. We'll have a couple tickets for you. And then what we will do is uh, we'll watch baseball and, and hang out with the boys. That'd be cool. So, Michael, Stan Musial is 11th all time in the history of baseball yes. in collective war. He's the best. Pujols, while he had a higher peak, is 32nd. So it's not even a comparison. That Stan the man is the greatest cardinal. Michael's measuring stick is Daryl Strawberry. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and I'm a Mets and I'm a Mets fan. So when I hear you know, you know, a Cardinals fan and doesn't talk about Stan Musial, I got a little concerned. The in my home right now, autographed, hanging on my wall, encased, Stan Musial jersey right there. It's right the, there. You go. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's the. I I show it to every lady I bring over. None of them are impressed. <laughs> But I still very much do it. And also, the best moment in the history of Mets' entire franchise is a 12-6 curve from Adam Wainwright over the middle that buckles the knees of Carlos Beltran, and my boys go on to play in the World Series. That's the uh, – you know, or Indy Chavez. Indy Chavez going over that fence and pulling back Yadier Molina. Oh, my God. Mike, mm, mm. nice to talk to you guys. I will catch sure. up with you again. Be good, brother. Hey, appreciate your call. We got to get Michael's information next time, Michael. So when Michael calls back, Michael, you get Michael's information, and we're going to make sure we and Michael enjoy an Ice Topes game. You, you know, Michael is new to the program yeah. when he doesn't understand that the hyperbole train is chug a lugging with me every day all the with time. you, Fred. Every day is the most exciting day or the worst day. I don't have a single in between day. No, no, no. No. I'm not hot or cold. I'm too hot or too cold. I'm like when you get in the shower in a hotel you've never been in. Yeah. Watch out. You're each half of a hot pocket. That's what you are. <laughs> hey, write, write that one down. That's a very good one. Did You're you, welcome. You just come up with that? Yeah, yeah. Freestyle. That was very good. Like I've prepared anything in my entire life. You mean like for work? I agree. Yeah. You blocked out the whole show today. I was on one today. You blocked the whole thing out. Yeah, not bad. From the live chat, great interview with Winton. Well, I tell you what, 
It was. Agreed. We give out two men on shirts like all the time. You know how we are. My favorite is when we give give one to someone, and this is the best feedback we get on them, and Winton has given this feedback. Hey, these are like really soft. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we paid extra for that. It wasn't a lot. I'm not going to act like we're really, but still. By the way, comment, like, follow, share, at TalkABQ, yeah. two men on on all of your social media. If you do that and you bring a friend with you, I will send you a shirt. Yes. I will send you stickers. If you're a true friend of the show, we'll give you swag. Well, and I'm Represent. Not, hey, I'll do the plug right now. Graphic Connection, gcsportswear.com. Can you get better gear here in town? You cannot. No. And I'll, They always do everything quality. Everything. And also, it's Also, on the other side of the coin, if you absolutely hate us yeah. and you're listening right now out of spite. Yeah. I know we you will are. also send you a shirt so you can publicly deface it as long as you get it on camera and tag us in it. Million dollar product idea, Michael. Write this down. Two men on sucks. Mm-hmm. We print that shirt. Yeah. And then people can wear two men on shirts that say sucks. Wait, is it S-U-X or S-U-C-K-S? So we'll put both <laughs> because that's what we get from the texter. Uh-huh. Because they can't decide if we S-U-C-K-S or S-U-X. Or then ellipsis. Yeah. Then so bad. So bad. On the back. Also, here's what we need is we need a two-man on shirt. And then for the texter, we need, just need the, the exp- explanation on yours. So your, your, and your are all different. Sure, sure, sure. No, well, sure, sure, and sure are all the same. <laughs> sure, sure, and sheer. Screen printing, embroidery. They get it, their art department over there, the best. And you're like, Fred, we don't need T-shirts. We're a... We're a whatever company. We can get pens. Yeah. Get promotionals. Get hand sanitizers. You get, get sunglasses. Packs. Get them all. Coffee cups. If you, if Earplugs. You, for when you're listening to the show. Condom wrappers. This That one is weird because I think they would just give you the whole thing. You can't just get a wrapper. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm reading things that I need. Yes. That's sorry. Whole nother thing. Do it. Well, uh, canceled this past weekend, New Mexico Highlands Sports Banquet that we were going to host and have an absolute blast. Which, what a shame. Which didn't happen. Okay, when you say canceled, postponed. I don't know. Delayed. I think it depends on, I don't know, the fire? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, that Hermit's uh, Peak fire, like I know my man called earlier, that bad boy is like 145,000 acres. It's not It's not it's small. Big deal. City of Las Vegas, aside from like Pandaray and I guess some of the Story Lake area, I get it's doing pretty okay right now. But it's, but it's, that's only right now in this second. You check in later in the program, might not be. And there's a lot of people currently helping, too. I want to make sure we're putting a spotlight on that. Yes. People are taking supplies. People are taking resources. They're going. I know Yaffle right now, they're doing a big drive. They're taking a bunch of stuff up there. Reach out to your boys. We'll get your donation. We'll get your effort to the people that help. Hey, before we even got up there, before the event was even canceled, our hotel rooms were given to firemen. Correct. Yeah. Should have been. They're in, and they're like it's the right thing to do. The uh, I took a call the other day. You know, Michael, we're on the board of directors at the YMCA. Yeah. I took a call the other day about using Camp Shaver as a place to house firefighters if need be. Like those are the resources that are current. Well, thank you. It was a good idea. By me. Yeah. yeah, but it's currently being everything's being resourced to help that area, community, and individuals. And also, I know there's been like a a lot of like taking like farm like farm animals, like two safer spots in the state. The whole state's coming together. I don't know. Did you watch that MLG thing earlier today? I had it on while I was doing some stuff. Clips. Yep. 
Like there, that's like it's a go effort. Help the whole state. Which sucks. We're in this situation. I love how the, New Mexico rises to help New Mexico. I love how the surrounding states rise. Also, Steam Usual is the greatest cardinal of all time. I do recognize that. I wouldn't say I don't. Tuning on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. How good was the night of champions last night? I'm so pumped. I, I legit could not relax for a while. The energy was just flowing through my veins. Got I've, me pumped. Sounds like sweet song lyric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Write this down. Yeah, write hey, cut that. that. Yeah, get that out of there, Michael. Don't let anyone hear that. Speaking of, speaking of sweet songs, what was that? I like that. Yeah, what was that, Michael? Very Black Keys S. Led, that... Led Zeppelin, a classic what? called "How Many More Times." What was it? How many more? What times? was the name of it? I didn't Led, recognize it. How many more times from Led Zeppelin? Is it, what is that like? Is that off the Arctic Monkeys' first album? No. Oh. No, very good cut by Zeppelin. So I'm familiar with Led Zeppelin, um, ish. I know it was the hotness for a minute. But is it like a sustained hotness? That he's still hot. It's the ninth and final track on their debut album. I should have known that one. Their first album, Zeppelin. I really like their first three albums. Now I should have known that one. Stairway to Heaven was on number four. So the see overrated. Stairway to Heaven's overrated. What are you doing? Tell me. No, I like five zero five two four six zero six ten. Go ahead. We're getting a lot of hate already, so let's just turn it up to 11 here. Stairway to Heaven was overrated. That's not the Led Zeppelin I want to hear. I want to hear the Led Zeppelin that's up-tempo and fun and rocks out, and Robert Plant screams at me for reasons. Robert Robert Plant either screams at me because he really wants to be with a beautiful, hot woman, or he's being chased by goblins or something. Those are the only times I want to hear... Led Zeppelin. The four, Michael, you can agree with me after I say this. You can just say, yes, I agree. The four greatest musicians of all times are John Paul Jones, John Bonham, Jimmy Page, and Robert Plant. Are you referring to the the BBC vote where you got to form your own super band and the whole country of England voted on any musician from any rock band of all time and just every Zeppelin. single piece of a four-piece band came out to be Led Zeppelin. I love that, but I'm talking about more about the ignorance of it because one of these guys plays the harmonica. You're not going to be like, hey. Well, he's a singer. Well, I'm not going to say he's not, but I'm going to say what, I'm like, hey, what piece of, like, what does Robert Plant play? You're going to be like, harmonica? Yeah. Like, that doesn't count in rock and roll. It This is unisex awesomeness. Tight pants, frilly shirt. Curly blonde hair. Yeah, what instrument do you Yelling play? at you. I love all of those don't things. Don't forget the bell bottoms. This, yeah, yeah. Well, tight pants. All right, Michael. There's I don't this, care about the bottom. Some things we don't have to mention. And we more, are, more into the top. I would not have forgotten the tight pants. Led Zeppelin's one of those ones, too, where, like, that, like when you come out, because if you're just going to name your, your album after your band name, anyways, that's pretty freaking tough and cool. But, like, after. You're you, talking about Run the Jewels, Run the Jewels? What is that? With the first, the title track. The opener of Run the Jewels by Run the Jewels being the title Run the Jewels. You're talking about Bad Company's Bad Company? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Led Zeppelin, when when they put out Led Zeppelin, they put out Led Zeppelin too like five minutes later. They were like, we're doing pretty good, boys. No, let's they had three albums already made. Like, yeah, these are all of our songs. Yeah, let's go. And we're going to release them every three months. <laughs> That's so sweet. So, well, thank you, Michael. I didn't know that was a... Uh, 
uh, Zep hit. Do people say I didn't recognize it? And from the text line, yes, we were 100% going to the Twin Warriors PGA event. 100%. Where's that at? We better be there. Twin Warriors. Is that new? It's my favorite golf course in Albuquerque. I've played it. It's nice. Yeah. It's beautiful out there. PJ did a great, made a great choice by going out to Twin. They needed to come to New Mexico. Southwest needs to be more represented for beautiful golf courses, and Twin's a great choice. That's the one you want to go to. 505-246-0610. Are you a representative from Santa Ana Resort and Casino or Twin Warriors Golf Club? Talk to your boy. I got a guy. Okay. And when is it? What's the date on that? April 30th? Yeah, next April. Okay, so we have one year to pregame? That's not enough time. How is that not enough time? That's the perfect amount of time. For a pregame? Yes. Hey, that's a classic pregame. One year. Because there are events that you pregame for. PGA events. Have you ever been to one, Michael? They're crazy. PGA events, Super Bowls, WrestleManias. Not even Super Bowls. You don't pregame for a Super Bowl because there's a lot of like weirdness going on. But like opening game for your team. That one counts. This would be a good pregame. Because the, the inaugural. Well, that's not really how that works. So, like, in the PGA, you're not going to get it again like that. So you can't really call it the inaugural. Well, I mean, if we burn the house down, <sighs> metaphorically, not literally, they'll probably have us back. We got to send out some emails and see what their vibe is because us right here, us two and the friends of the show can turn this into the new waste management open. You know what I didn't mention on this whenever the story first came out, which I thought was very funny when the PGA is like, Hey, we're going to go to twin warriors and do this thing. They were like, but it has a beautiful rolling, like, um, like, like pinion pines and rolling hills and dry washes. Cause no one knows what an Arroyo is. And I'm like, Yes. Like, that is the most regionally specific thing that is not communicated across this country. What an arroyo is. Because no one knows. When I moved here, I'm like, why? What's a wash? Yeah, what's a, are you you talking about Bronson? Like, what is this thing you're referencing? Are you talking like a a guy from the South Valley talking about his Seiko? (laughs) Quote. My wash? (laughs) Nice. Can you see that time on my wash? That's very good. Thank you. Twin Warriors Golf Club designed by Gary Panks and opened in 2001. Plays through the high desert and is routed in and around 20 ancient cultural sites. Other attributes include beautiful grassy knolls, ridges dotted with juniper and pinyon pine, dry washes, and eroded land features, along with sacred boot, butte, known as... Those, yep, those are buttes. Yep. What, what is this word? I don't know what this is. A butte is a small plateau. Tuyunya or snakehead? What is T-U-Y-U-N-A? What is that? Tunaya? What is that? I've never heard of that. A, that's a snakehead. What is that? I don't know what that is. T U N A Y A. T U Y U N A. I've never heard. Michael, are you familiar with this thing? You're uh, you're basically no. New Mexico. All right, you just stumped me for I think the first time on New Mexico stuff. So there's a trail of it. The sacred. Uh, it's like a snakehead. It's a trail. The Tuyuna Trail. Yeah. That wraps around the Twin Warriors Golf Club. I here's what I need to do. Number one, hike that. That sounds cool and beautiful and wonderful. Okay, it's just a trail. I can't find a... Let's try this. But yes, the short answer is we will be there. 
And what we will need to do is communicate with Twin Warriors and the PGA about a boys' cheering section because we need the boys' cheering section for this event because, well, if we don't, then we don't. Here we go. Here from the live chat. All right, Brett Michaels is not the best musician, and I'm not sure what spurred this live chat, <laughs> but I'm going to need – Brett and Michael. Yeah, I'm going to need you to rescind that one. That is not hey, correct. Hey, to each their own, my friend. How dare you? Now, Rock of Love, I would say, is near the top of reality shows of all time. Well, Flavor of Love, obviously. Okay, if you had to compare the two, one is salt, one is pepper. They're both equal but different. A little ebony and ivory. Ah, like we did there. Okay. Yeah, Twin Warriors. We'll be there for sure. Albuquerque deserves a lot of spotlights on its beauty and its culture and everything about it, but not too many, fans. Not too many spotlights, because then you know what happens. People can see you. And I'm going to stay John Cena here. Can't see me. Now I'm obsessed with what a Tiyuna is. Did you did you figure it out? No, I have, it doesn't exist on the interwebs. Well, according to the PGA.com, it does. Well, yeah, I could find it. It's a trail, the Tiyuna Trail, also called Snakehead Trail. But I don't know what a Tiyuna is. When we is get... it a snakehead? Is that what a snakehead is, a Tiyuna? I can't find a translation. And now I'm worried, and now I'm obsessed, and now I know what I'm going to do all commercial break. Awesome. Thank you. Whenever we get my, back, Michael, the rich history of St. Juan Tabot and so much more. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Right, I'm a little confused on this one, Van. What's up? So you're telling me Muhammad Ali is boxing. What? Okay. You did not hear that correctly. You did not read that correctly. Okay. Muhammad Ali's grandson. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Because I only knew about Layla Ali. I didn't know about anyone else. So now we're into the third generation. Nico Ali Walsh. Yep. Pretty good? Looks the part. Won the first match. He's got to overwhelms his opponent in the first round. That's the thing about boxing. Also, screw this guy. What? Because I just pulled him up, uh, and he was born like uh, three months after I graduated high school, and this is, upsets me a lot. Like, it upsets me like a lot, a lot. That you're old, that upsets you? Yes. Hey, also, if you're going to get your debut in the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, that's a pretty good start. I mean, a pretty good stock, pretty big name. Of course you're going to get a, a big hit. Nico Ali. Oh, excuse me. Pop. You let a pop on the first. That's a good wrestling yeah, I think. reference. Nico Ali Walsh, the grandson of legendary boxer Muhammad Ali, stepped in the ring to face Alejandro Ibarra in a bout that was not expected since the main event of the card was a duel between Oscar Valdez and Shocker Stevenson for the invocation of the Super Featherweight titles. They stole the, they stole the show, boys. Muhammad Ali's grandson stole the show. I guess he deserves his name. Nico Ali Walsh just stole the show. I need boxing to come back so bad. We were talking about that last week with Catherine. Like, I need boxing to grab, like, the prevalence that it previously had. Because it doesn't have it right now. I think it does. I think it does. MMA took a little bit of shine off of it. Mm-hmm. But I think it still does. I know. I, I still know a lot of boxing fans who really care about the sport. Oh, I agree. And I think it's still very presentable. It, I think it's gone from a mainstream to a niche. I think it's NASCAR. I think it's hockey. Yeah, instead of being, I mean, American sports history, baseball is number one, boxing was number two. We know how it ranks now, 
it's obviously NFL versus everybody, and then NBA, MMA, MLB. There is something cool, though. Soccer fastly creeping up on MLB. Watch your back. Not here, not in America. Yes, here in America. Oh, it's huge. The numbers are incredibly... I think, what, 15 through 35, it's all soccer. I think uh, Correct. I think that the NFL is so big that Fox just created another league to have more TV of football, and they don't even care if fans are there. Oh, they got two more leagues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they want it so bad that they're willing to show it on television with their rivals, NBC. They're like, you know what? This is going to be so big, we'll just cut you guys in on it. That's crazy. There is something, the best part of this thing, Michael, I'm going to assume, a lot of, not enough people watch this, but there was a part when, when that pop comes and that pop that we were talking about is the crowd going, Ali, Ali, uh, and you're like, okay, this is very good. That is a fun historical chant sure. that deserves to exist right now. You know, you're going, wa, alsh, wa, alsh, wa, alsh. <laughs> I do not. Or just, walsh, walsh, walsh. And this is third generation now. Yeah. So now this is like sports family royalty. Now you're Ooh, because now you're in a certain mix. Now this is a legacy. Unzer. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking Unzers now. We're talking uh, Mannings are about to be there. Because, you know, was it Archie, right? Archie's on his way up. He's about to be there. Yeah, the balls. Nice. Giggity. <laughs> I, got, I got a number one for you that you might not see coming. Sports. I already know your answer. We've talked about this before. Sports legacy families? Sports legacy families. Yeah, I know. It might. I know your answer. Yeah. I just had to change my answer because I did not think about this one. Because you think it's the holes, Bobby, Dennis, and Brett Hull. That is incorrect. From the NHL. But they have a three-generation legacy going, which yeah. is wildly impressive. Ah, uh, the Gracies. The Gracies. Yeah, it's got to be. The Gracies are the graciest of all time because they're working on their fourth generation and every single generation has had a champion what about the suitors what what kind of suitors ah thank you baseball primarily the second suitor yeah. <laughs> well, they got a, a bunch of them in the nhl too suitors all right i can't michael the baseball family is also the hockey family michael what are you doing here the Do monkey you... has a butler come on now led zeppelin <laughs> The Guerreros in wrestling, I think that's one. Fred Zeppelin. They write that one down, please. <laughs> no, what's what's your real answer? Because yours is a great answer. Because that's third generation as well now, isn't it? Or is that just still second generation? So you're talking pro wrestling, obviously. Right? Correct. So there's a bunch of them. I think. I want to say the Ortons. Obviously, I think. Cowboy Bob Orton, Randy Orton, I think that's the thing. But there are some that are like third generation. Like the Guerreros are in the third generation. Like the DiBiases. Like to me, Rhodes, like there's a bunch of them in pro wrestling. But that's that's a super nepotism kind of thing. Right. Is that the word I wanted? The hearts. The hearts? Mm -hmm. The hearts are probably it. But what about the Pacific Islanders? Because that's multiple branches of so the same family. You're talking about The Rock. You're talking about Roman Reigns. You're talking Correct. about the Usos, Jimmy Correct. Superfly, Snuka. Correct. That's, I mean, how Correct. can you argue that? That's the bloodline. See, I think that's the only one that challenges the Gracies. Because they, like the Gracies, their family tree split, and they have champions all over the place. The Berries, the Matthews, there's a couple of them. 
Well, see, the Matthews is only on its second generation. So that doesn't count. Yeah. I think third generation is when you become a dynasty, when you become royalty, when it becomes a real legacy. And you always throw out the Millers because Cheryl never got to play professionally. Well, she used to dominate Reggie in the driveway. That's close enough. Because there's no way he could even keep up. USC star, you know what I'm talking about. If you if it's just father and son, it's probably the Bonzes. Once you get into thirds, like once you get into juniors, I mean junior pluses, and the thirds, then I think you're in another story. So you're just talking two generations. Maybe Griffey's if it's two. But also, because there was senior, junior Griffey, but then there was Craig too. But no one really talks about Craig because he didn't, I mean, he wasn't really on the same level, you know what I mean? Alomars, there was a bunch of Alomars. Yeah, a lot of Alomars. Going into boxing, the Spinks, bunch of Spinks. Was there now? Michael, Leon, Daryl. There was a bunch of them. Weren't they just brothers? Like one set of brothers. That's not multi-generations, is it? Ali's are probably in the mix, you're right. Ali's are in the mix. It's the third generation now. Give me the Gracies, unless I could be proven wrong. 505-246-0610. Give me your best sports legacy family. Maybe the Rivers? Austin, Doc? No, they're not in the mix, are they? Hey, I'll tell you what. Speaking of Rivers, the next generation of Phillip Rivers kids, there's going to be a bunch of them. He's got the best shot. 6 p.m. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live on the program. Show note. The podcast for yesterday, because we were live at night at the Champions yesterday. Sure. So the podcast for that is going up within like the next 10 minutes. Okay? So I just put a I just put a thing on it. It's going up in 10 minutes. My fault for it not being done yet. But there's your show note because um, I didn't realize the buzz was so big on that. Like, people are excited for it. So, super cool. It was a good show. It was very It was a lot of fun. It was um, not a traditional one per se because I think I got zero wrestling references in there. That's not. You didn't slide a single one in, did you? No, I absolutely did. But not enough. Okay. Also, from the texture, today's varsity should be the varsity of wrestling legacy families. And I think that's a very good idea. Unfortunately, we already chose. The I-9 Varsity of States. Yes. Yes. So there you go on that. Also, we didn't. We failed to mention before the break, and also, if 6 o'clock is quitting time for you, welcome to the program. I missed the most obvious one. I don't know why I did this. I'm embarrassed. The Flares? The Molinas. Yadier. Okay, well, we're talking about third generation, so that's fair. I'm talking about three brothers who all won a World Series. Yadier. Benji and Jose, all won World Series. Where are you going to find that? That energy don't exist nowhere. You ain't lying. No. And I don't know why I didn't come up. Because in the next one you argue. Well, the Bells kept ending up on the Royals. So there's that. You know what? Yeah. RIP. By the way, my boys, the St. Louis Cardinals, shut out the Royals yesterday. No big deal. Just doing it defensively when the bats aren't necessarily live. We do got to figure that out. Also, can't we keep waiting for Paul DeYoung to come around? BJ and Justin Upton, weren't they selected one and two? Like, that would be in the mix, right, of historic families. That's hard to argue that. There's a bunch of them. There's somebody we're forgetting. The Chavez's, Julio Cesar, Julio Jr., and Omar. 
Omar's the third generation. That's boxing. Okay. Well, now we're talking. Yeah. Because with with the way you're doing it, oh, you know who it is. See, I'm not talking about families. I'm talking about legacies. Yeah. Well, then it's it's the Ripkins. It's Cal, Cal Jr. No, Billy and Cal Jr. are both sons. Brothers. Yeah. Oh, I just don't know. There's a bunch of good ones, though. And I'm trying to come up with it because because you're like, oh, you know, Prince and Cecil Field. Well, there's that. You need another one. Yep. McEnroe's John. Well, they were brothers. Like you have to find that one, which makes me think that the Ali's are possibly in the mix. But Nico hasn't done enough. Correct. He hasn't done enough yet, but he's starting the third generation. So now this is when the legacy starts. <sighs> yeah, I'm into that because you could make a case. For their dominance in their sport, if we're doing one generation, it's Venus and Serena, right? The best third generation. If we're doing two generations, what's the argument? Okay. So then you think it's The Rock. It has to be. Because then you have Rocky Johnson, his dad, and then his dad, Peter Maivia. Yeah. And that, to me, has got to be it. I don't know how it couldn't be. The only other third generation that could possibly be better is, I don't know, AirPods? The Gracies. The Gracies is three generations already. Mm. So I think you could only make an argument over what you call it, the bud, the bloodline? Yeah. Okay, you can make your argument for the bloodline. You can make an argument for the Gracies. I think it stops right there. Bob Orton Sr., Bob Orton Jr., and Randy Orton. All in the mix. Because they all wrestled 20 years professionally. They all held numerous titles, including NWA titles, WWE titles. I think it might have to be pro wrestling. And I could be an Albuquerque homer and say unsers. The unsers are it. The unsers are it. They're in the conversation, no doubt. Well, because not just was it one, but it was all in a row. And they, and they, didn't ju- they weren't just in the mix. They were winners. Multiple for each generation as all well. Right, I'm going to go with the unsers too. And maybe today's the day I became an Albuquerque homer. Because you're leaning unser. Because I'm leaning unser. You're picking unsers over wrestling. Is this happening right now? You're right. That does feel weird to me, but it doesn't. 6.05 p.m. on May the 3rd, uh-huh. 2022. Fred chose Albuquerque over professional wrestling. Hard to argue. Dear Journal, I was very surprised. I <laughs> Maybe the Blanchards. No, it's still the Unzers. Because, like, I'll be the first to admit, pro wrestling is not actually a sport. Performance art? Performance art. Well, I mean... You can make an argument that racing is a game of skill. Is it an athletic event? Oh, it absolutely is. You could be an unathletic guy and fit into the cockpit. No, 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 no. Frequent contributor mailman said the Grammaticas. That doesn't count. Also, one generation. He's got an obsession with the Grammaticas. Do you blame the guy? Oh, no. Why do I know their names still? The conversation that's a little bit bigger than this one, though, is when you get into fourth generation. Fourth generation. See, I, that I don't know. I don't either. Because <laughs> there has to be that one, but then you're into such a like little – because what are you in then? The petties? Like, there's very few after that. 
So two generations, okay, one generation, Williams sisters, two generations, Bobby and Barry Bonds, three generations, that's where your argument starts, Gracie's, Unser's, the bloodline. I don't even know if you're right on the siblings one, though, because the siblings one is obviously the Molinas because there's, like th- there's three. And they're, well, the other two aren't as successful, even close, as Yadier. Both the Williams sisters were the best. They were one, two for 20 years. Yeah, but because there's a third one, that's the thing. So that's why the conversation is only the Molinas and then the Hanson brothers. So those are the conversations between the three greatest when it comes to siblings. But I'm not going to fault stopping at two children because that's the responsible thing to do. Don't just keep having a, a bunch of babies and hope that they all win World Series as catchers in Major League Baseball. Eh? The odds are astronomical. Okay. they weren't... Stop at two and do two real good ones. So you're doing what is called the Hasselbeck equation, where you just get two good sons that play football, that play quarterback, and then they just show up, get paid, marry way above their own Madden rating, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then exit gracefully. Which is also a good approach to life. Hoisy gracefully. Hey, nice. Thank you. Also, okay. brother swaps we need to talk about too. I'm sorry, what was that? That's correct. Okay. Because one time, Paul Gasol was traded for Mark Gasol, uh, and I think uh, that that is such a unique stand. I'm sorry. When you said brother swap, I immediately started thinking Arkansas. What were you, no oh, offense to the state of Arkansas. All right, so today's I-9 varsity is the varsity of states. Okay. See where Arkansas falls. Now, do you want to get to even the more? Because you can go from, like, I think being a player is a legacy. Hey, but, like, being a leader of men, being a coach is a legacy. So then you go with the you ain't ha- lying. You go with the Harbaugh's. You ain't lying. Because both uh, Jim and John were players, but Jim and John were also head football coaches. Hey, if we're talking legacy, the Lombardis, third generation is here. Okay, I'm into that one, too. Okay. Now, if we're going for... Like Hall of Very Famous? Give me Buddy, give me Rex, give me Rob Ryan. Because these are boys that will fight you on the sidelines. And these are three guys that it's like, yeah, you can see my homework, but don't copy it directly. Sure. Because they're all copied directly. Except for foot stuff. I think that's just unique to one of them. (sighs) Deep cut on that reference. (laughs) And I'm glad you did. What about Del Curry, Sonia Curry, Steph Curry, Seth Curry, all in the mix? I didn't know Sonia. Ah, Virginia Tech, big volleyball player. Okay, I mean, interesting. Not a thing you maybe necessarily should have known. That's pretty niche. Well, because Dell do a lot of volleyball. Hold up, basketball players traditionally volleyball players. Either way, jumping and stuff. No, well, and stuff is correct. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a basketball player growing up. Mm-hmm. My lady was a volleyball player. Sure. I'm telling you, there's like a there's a thing about it. Probably height has a lot to do with you it. You don't say. The My lady is very tall. I am even taller. Yes, you are. Can you imagine me on the campus of Virginia Tech is Del Curry, who, by the way, was one of them dudes. He's just like, yeah, just volleyball star. She, we got this. Just put out maybe the most generational game-changing player of all time in Steph Curry. Do you like going to 41-plus basketball games a year? Let me knock you up, darling. 
<laughs> at least 41. Then we can go out of town, we can go to the playoffs. If you're into that, I, hear me out. <sighs> Michael. And put you, a baby in you. You know what Van made me overlook, though? And it's because of your haircut. Because uh, you're constantly looking for a new barber because of what's on top of your head. And the twins, Tiki and Rondé Barber, okay. are probably in the mix when it comes to twins, right? Well, see, when I thought you mentioned my hair, I thought yeah. you were going to mention like a hockey mullet and bring it back to the holes. The stalls. Oh, the holes, too. The holes. Strong answer. Eight combined Pro Bowls, six All-Pro selections, which is the thing I recently just learned is the important thing. Because I thought All-Pro and Pro Bowl were the same up until about this show when you corrected me. You're welcome. Two Super Bowl appearances, one Super Bowl win. That was Rondé on that Tampa Bay team that had, like, all the best players on defense. Warren Sapp. Their defense was so strong. Stupid good. That's the only defense that's ever meant anything in the history of the NFL. You're forgetting the very next year, the Ravens. Those two defenses. (laughs) And you're forgetting the 86 Bears. They They had in. They were so good, they won Jim McMahon a Super Bowl. That Tampa Bay team won with Jamie Duncan at linebacker. What? That's the team you're going to put out there to win it? That's whenever like that cover two undersized middle linebacker became sexy for some reason. They invented it. The London Fletcher style guy. Kind of what made Erlacher a star. Vitaly and Vladimir Klitschko. Them versus the Williams sisters. At what? Single generation greatness. I'm not asking you to have them fight to the death. So I thought this was going. Hey, but look. If the Klitschkos could only use their hands, and then the Williams sisters could use some kind of racket that was sharpened along the edges, I'm taking the Williams sisters. Here's why the Klitschkos are out. I just thought about this. You're correct, because the the Williams sisters would. Yeah. The, the Klitschkos like, publicly said they're like, we'll never box each other. And that, to me, makes you cowards. Aww. Well, they did just fight a war with their bare hands. Oh, yeah. Too and sure. Slash are currently fighting a war. Mm. I think they get a pass this time. Going to go back to that. Ray, Bob, and Brett. Or, excuse me. Ray, Bob, Brett, and Aaron Boone. That's a good one. It's a good one. That's from the live chat. It's a quality answer. From the live chat, the Royals will beat the Cardinals today. That is not correct. Mm. Do not like that at all. Mm. The Andretti's, very good answer. Very good answer. Not I better got, than the Unzers. Not a better answer than the Unzers. Yes. The Andretti's is just two generations, though, right? Unzers are on the third. Could be wrong. You are correct. I don't, I don't know my sports car racing. It, That's one of my biggest deficits. Sports car racing, hockey. I don't know a lot about hockey. Not going to lie. Be honest with you, friend of the show. Not my jam. So you know it wasn't. Live, though. Give me all you got. Of hockey? I went last And sports racing. I went last night to the Isles game. About as good as entertainment as you find in the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Comeback in the third period? No, well, no. So they went into the third up 2-1. Then about one minute into the third, I, uh, the visitors, the, the Wichita City from Texas, whatever they were. Wranglers. Thank you. They tie it up 2-2. And the Isles are like, oh, not today, fam. Tied up like they take the lead again a minute later, put in a cushion one a little bit after that. The visitors play like what's that called when you pull the goalie with the goalie pulled? Yeah, that's I don't know it in a hockey reference. I only know it in like a life reference. Yes, yes, yes. So whenever they pulled the goalie, which is not speaking of Roe v. Yeah, Roe v. Wade. So whenever they pull the goalie, 
then they just they had to they had to beat him off for about three and a half minutes there, and I was like, well, this seems, saying that this seems like a lot of time. It was a wild finish. That's hey guys, phrasing. <laughs> this is you can't say beat him off for three and a half minutes and then say wild finish. So by the end, when it came know to fruition, you, know your audience. Actually, it's kind of perfect. <laughs> Let's do that over and over again. Big win for the Ice Wolves last night, and I was like, hey, like I was like, Ice Wolves, come on the show. And they were like, well, we we're all leaving town. We still doing it. <laughs> can't do that. More of the program when we get back. Two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Opinion and Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. It's been a good one today. It's had a lot of intensity. Started, came in hot. Some big news in the world. Big news in the country right now. Are you able to compartmentalize that stuff? Uh, expound on that a bit. So, like, Roe v. Wade is the story. Today. Yeah. Biggest story in the world, definitely this Should country. Should be. Yeah. yeah. Putting literally everything, the Supreme Court, that we have in stock, putting it all to in question. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's make sure we talk about Brittany Griner. It's hard. It's like a hard energy for me. And I mean, we did talk about sports families for half an hour. Well, inside baseball then for the friend of the show. Inside baseball. Whenever you're running like a list segment or a caller segment, that's because there's a little bit of a distraction in the game. Hmm. And like and you're like, well, Fred, what are you talking about? If if you listen to a sports talk radio show, political talk show, be it conservative, liberal, progressive, whatever, a show that's real heavy in the caller is a show that's not prepared. That's a lazy show. They don't it, have enough content is what you're saying. Correct. Okay. And the sh- I see you there. And like Michael, and we don't get as many as we used to because it used to be like and not to speak ill of any other program that's ever existed on this channel or any that exists on a competitor in town. Talking about us. Talking about us. We don't need the caller to roll through. Now if the caller is on point or if you're a first time caller, heck yeah, we're gonna let you in. You're a first time caller? We'll never say no to you. Welcome to the program. You're a friend of the show. Speaking of texters, big shout out to Sandy K. Yeah. Reminding us that the Petties from the automobile racing family is fourth generation. That's very good. So, sorry, Unser's. Well, that's the thing, too. Unser's had more success, though. Anyways, you were saying. Join the live chat. 505-246-0610. Join the live stream. Participate. Yeah. Check out our social media. That's where the live stream's at. We got it there for you. But the thing that's the thing is that program that you're like, oh, I really appreciate the callers on it. No one has ever said that. That's not a thing in radio. It's a thing for a guy who doesn't prepare. Or, like, if you're real hungover. <laughs> which this is in the afternoon so but we don't do that on saturday morning anymore no michael do you remember those days <laughs> <laughs> let's not go there uh, god we're about 50 50 on those huh i say more 70 30 well he meant 50 50 one of us was and one of us wasn't <laughs> yes which made it 100 percent there's always there's always a 50 percent every saturday morning sometimes i miss that saturday morning show NHL fan, 505-246-0610. You miss this one. The Jeffreyons. Who is that? Ever heard of these guys? No, give me more. I haven't. 
because just like I mentioned last segment, not a big hockey historian. No. The Jeffreyans, Howie, Morins, Bernie, Dan, Geoffreyans. The Geoffreyans. G-E-O-F-F? Yeah, the Geoffreyans. Ah, there we go. Could have swore it was Jeff. There's a guy I'm going to trust. There's someone I'm going to trust. Cool. From the live Howie Morenz, Bernie, Dan, and Blake. Four generation oh. NHL family. So so some some better answers are floating to the top here. From the live chat, people enjoy mailman's calls. Well, yes, because there could be a dog chasing him. There could be an ice cream truck next to him. There's a lot of, there could be a an aircraft carrier just flying overhead. Yeah. I need guys who stand out for special stuff, like the Sharps. Like Sterling and Shannon Sharp both played in a Pro Bowl together. That to me is like okay, Real now you're one. Cool. Real cool. I also like when you're all up there. It's like the um, you're big Alomar's guy. How many how many ball games did the Alomar's play in? Sandy, Sandy Junior, and Roberto. Tons. Five thousand probably. Tons and tons and tons and tons. Five thousand. Cool moment last year. Uh, last year. Cool moment last week. In between brothers, Wilson Contreras and his younger brother Wilton Contreras. Mm-hmm. Got to hand out the scorecards. Oh, that is cool. Meet at home plate and hand out scorecards. Very cool. Stu Hart, Smith Hart, Bruce Hart, Keith Hart, Dean Hart, Bret Hart, Owen Hart, Davey Boy Smith, Natalie Ninehart. All professional wrestlers. Jim the Anvil. All professional wrestlers. For years, the school that made professional wrestlers was called the Hart Foundation. Ah, that's right. They wrote the rules to the game. But also, they never did free throws underhanded like the Berries. So, like, <laughs> you get a cool one like that. And not being very fair are we to, like, only talk about America. I'm sure there's a rugby or a cricket something. or a soccer. There's something out there. There are people that abuse it, too. Like You could have, like, a real good dad and then get an opportunity because of that, like Kellen Winslow Jr. Nah. Because Kellen Winslow Jr. Well, I think we've been proven that that was CTE stuff that kind of derailed his career. Well, he's not passed, so they wouldn't know that. Or just call it concussions. Also, how many Gronkowskis were in the league at once? There's, like, four or five of them. One real good one. Dan, Chris, and Rob. Did they all play on the same team at one point? Gordy plays baseball. That's the one no one even talks about. He's like a minor leaguer. Gordy? Gordy. Gordy Gronkowski? Yes, that's a real person. Is a baseball player? Today I learned. I'm excited for this. Is he playing the PCL? Is he coming here? No, I'm, I don't know where he's currently rostered. Well, I'm about to find out. <laughs> also leaving out like historical guys, like baseball guys. And if we're talking about like on the field only, cool. But then if we're talking about life, you got to put the DiMaggio's in there. Because the DiMaggio's, not just on the field, but off the field. Yeah. Pretty good numbers. Survived a war. Marilyn Monroe. I think Hank Aaron's brother played for a while. He absolutely did. He did. Same thing with Jackie Robinson, uh, Mac Robinson. Yes, Hank Aaron and his brother for a long time were the home run leaders for a brother duo. 
until Barry Bonds and his sibling were the all-time home run leaders. That's kind of that's a pretty sweet thing. Yeah. Talking about the Unzers and the Andretti's. Why are we just going to leave the Earnhardts out? We shouldn't. Ralph and Dale and uh, Dale Jr. Is there Carrie? Is Carrie one? Budweiser is not in the game. By the way, weird that beer sponsors NASCAR, right? That's weird. Uh, all the beers sponsor NASCAR. They do. And like hard, and like hard A. Is there hard A in NASCAR? NASCAR. Thank you. <laughs> You're right about the suitors. Gordy Gronkowski no longer in professional baseball. What happened to him? Flame out? Seems that way. Brent, Brian, Daryl, Dwayne, Rich, and Ron are all brothers. And Brandon and Brett are all NHL players. That's a lot of suitors in the NHL. Would not have came up with that. I would not have got the suitors. I mean, obviously anything NHL. But as soon so Archie, Peyton, Eline, and what's the new one? Archie Jr.? But he's not a junior. Archie again? Yeah. That's when they become the one. I agree. The second Archie takes a snap in the NFL, that's the family. That's the bloodline. I think it's the hearts in professional wrestling. Because the original Archie Manning, whatever you call him, just the regular one, Mm -hmm. it's not like a senior situation. It skips a generation. I don't know how you refer to that. I don't know. But it doesn't because it goes. Lineage surnames. Is Archie, is the new Archie Manning the son of which Manning? The third one. Cooper. Cooper. He's Cooper's boy. Yeah. Does that count? Because that does make it complicated. It's not a junior if it skips a generation. Well, and Cooper didn't play in the league, but Archie, new, new Archie will play in the league, but he's not Eli or Peyton. So does that even count? That has to count. So the skill set that the older Archie brought was apparently more dynamic than Peyton and Eli, but he just was on such horrible teams. Well, the Saints have never been good, except for that one time when God made them God made up for Hurricane Katrina, yeah, naturally. 30 minutes of the program left when we get back. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The U.S. government now considers WNBA star Brittany Griner to be, quote, wrongfully detained by the Russian government, signaling a significant shift in how officials will try to get her home. To catch you up on the story, Brittany Griner was held within Russia right around the time the Russia-Ukraine war started. Don't call it a conflict. Don't at me with that. And she's not been really apparently detained because of weed. Is that what you understand it to be? Vape cartridges. Vape cartridges. Yeah, marijuana vape cartridges. Had some boiled jazz cabbage. So after, that's how they do it, right? I I don't know. It's illegal now. I guess people could call and tell us. Not in Russia. Well, touche. Quote, the Department of State has determined that the Russian Federation has wrongly detained U.S. citizen Brady Greiner. With this determination, the Special Presidential Envoy for Hostage Affairs, Roger Carstens, 
lead an interagency team for securing Brittany Griner's release. If Brittany Griner is the thing that brings the United States into this war, my bingo card is full. You beat me to it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You beat me to it. It's like, not this. No. Not this. No. There's been enough crazy. Mm. You don't need to go to the land of ridiculous. Today is the 75th day that she has been detained. First of all, no one should ever be detained for weed. I want to be insanely transparent for that. In this country now, but especially eventually on Earth. On Earth. It's not a big deal. Never has been. But also... I hate to play devil's advocate here. Got to follow the rules. You rule. know where you are. Yep. They pay you a lot of money to be there. You should follow their rules. Now, what if she gets back? The time will come when she gets back. Yeah. And she's like, I didn't have no hash oil. I mean, that's obviously what I would say. That's what I would say. Everyone knows that Van has hash oil. This, I don't have a legally bought hash oil that I got at the corner of. Yeah, no, they, exactly. Yeah. I was outside the... Uh, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair, I don't got a guy in Russia right now. But if I did, probably be Holden. Do you hear that, Vladimir? His name would be Holden? William Holden? It's not bad. Holden Caulfield? Holding? Second and 20? Repeat, repeat the down? Holding up your end of the bargain. There you yeah, go. That's a good one. <laughs> and Vital's like, listen, go down to St. Basil's Cathedral. Let me tell you what you do. You walk 10 paces from the Kremlin. And I'm like, I'm running out of landmarks in Russia now, so I can't keep going. And I do one day want to go to Russia. I love their architecture. I think it's beautiful. What? I'm There's never not a going. a lot besides that. I'm never, ever going to Russia. Architecture, women, that's about it. The... <laughs> Potatoes. Am I wrong? Cool yeah. mosaic flooring is uh, not enough to take me in. Now we have Idaho. I don't need to go to Russia for potatoes. And you can make a stop in Ireland, Scotland. I don't know where they grow potatoes. Ireland, not so great historically, but I think they're doing way better now. They do got to figure it out. I made it this far. I recently learned last night, Sunday night watching 60 Minutes. Of what? A TV show. Oh, cool. Which TV show? 60 Minutes. Well, that's how long you watch. What show? <laughs> Why are you doing that to me? I'm just asking questions. That's way faster than a second, but you guys get it. That Eurovision is a real thing, and it just wasn't from that Will Ferrell movie. What's the deal with Eurovision? What is that? That's the guy at the end. What's his name? I forgot his name. It's been so long. The Will, really, that really angry guy with the white hair? Will Ferrell? No. No. What's his name? Come on, Vital. Uh, you he, got... he passed away a while Oh, okay. I didn't say he yeah. didn't. What are we talking about? There's the guy at the end of every 60-minute episode. Andy Rooney. Andy Rooney. used to complain about everything. I thought you were doing like an all in the family thing. I thought this was like an Archie Bunker thing it's you were doing. It's very close. It's very, very close. What's her name? Jean Stapleton? Is that her name? That Chris Stapleton's mom? I don't believe that that is. Hey, that's correct. your favorite country music artist. Who? Chris Stapleton. I don't know who that is. Best concert he's ever seen. Fred says that all the time. Oh, no. <laughs> the guy that sit on the. The stool? And plays the guitar. Oh, this guy sucked, Michael. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Chris Stapleton is the most garbage ever concert that I've seen. Sat on a stool. He said, uh, everyone welcome. 
uh, go ahead and settle in on the stool that you brought. <laughs> Never know. No one brought stools, Chris. We're at a concert. Isleta Casino. I mean, not Isleta. Isleta Amphitheater will not let you bring in 20,000 stools. Dog, you're talking about the one in Isleta. I can even one-up you. I saw him at Innings Fest like two weeks before that, too, and it was just as bad. And I didn't learn my lesson because I was like, there's no way multi-platinum, multi-gold, uh, multi-silver, recording, selling, performing, writing, all the other aspects of music, Chris Stapleton could be this bad twice in a row. Oh, boy, was I wrong. Well, I first off, let me say that I think he's an amazing, amazing singer-songwriter. He's yeah, very give talented. Give him that. Oh, amazing. Got mm. some great songs. Mm-hmm. But we took like a party bus with thirty people to a Chris Stapleton concert. We were we had it turned up all the way to eleven for like three hours. Yeah, and then we go to the concert and it's just you know when you have to sober up too quick. That's what this was. This was like oh no, I've sobered up, Chris. Oh, I forgot how much I hate Chris Stapleton until you just said that. You're welcome. Who's the other guy that looks like Chris Stapleton? Uh, every roadie for the Almond Brothers. The Almond Brothers slap. <laughs> like so does Chris Stapleton, just not when you're like trying to have a really good time, or even like a moderately good time. We're not just talking. No, I had a moderate. I had a moderately good time. I'm not buying that. I mean, we stole a golf cart from security. That so. hey. There's some things you don't say on air. <laughs> Michael, uh, this is... Statute of limitation that's been like five years. This is before we were Cumulus employees, by the way, and in our affiliation with Live Nation, that was not at all negatively infected by our now current employment status. And when I say stole, I mean... Just borrowed. Yeah. Just for a second. I mean, wasn't even there. Just for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Do they even have, there's no golf course out there. Do they even have golf carts? Why do you need a golf cart? Yeah. There's not a golf cart. Yeah, it's for You didn't even bring your clubs. Figure, yeah, thank you. Yeah. And it definitely was not a club vibe because of this terrible on a stool performance. Yeah. And I'm really, really intoxicated and I need to get up this hill. So it's a win-win for everyone. I need Brittany Griner to come home. Please do not enter World War Three. Over Brittany Griner. But also, please help Brittany Griner. Her life is special and unique, and she needs to get home. And, you know, there she's not in the States, but there's some semblance of due process eventually, right? She eventually has to stand trial for her crime, right? right? No, they do. All right, first of all, no. <laughs> like, that's not how that On the world stage. Well, th- Russia doesn't necessarily follow the world stage. For Russians, they don't. But for members of the EU, United States citizens... You have to show them some sort of trial. You have to be like, hey, here's the evidence. Now you can't leave forever. When we get back to the Ina University Estates, in between the break, I'm going to tell Van what Geneva is, and then I'm going to tell him what Guantanamo Bay is and why no. No. We started and ended strong on this program. It's a bookend. Yeah. It's a bookend. A lot of sports in the middle, though, guys. Check out that part on the podcast, <laughs> which you can find our Night of Champions episode from last night right now at wherever you find podcasts, at Talk ABQ or Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. It has been a lot of days since your boys have done back-to-back three hours of radio. Pretty good job today, boys. It's been a minute, hadn't it? Yeah, well, it's going to be a minute again. So, hey, you know, uh, 
I know the guy who produced this song. All right, go ahead. He lived in Mesilla, New Mexico. The name was Bug Salcedo. I saw the original Reel to Reel that this song was on. Who knew? I did. I just told you. This is Crackers Low. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, it's a good song. Hey. Well, it holds up. Stands the test of time. I want to go down. We got like seven minutes. Did Michael play this song because it talks about cosmonauts and we were going through Russian propaganda? Is that why? I believe so. Nah. There's layers maybe. here. The boys are on till 5.45 the rest of the week, so tune with us. And it's Isotopes broadcast every other night of the week. We'll have Josh Sushan on with us. To if go somebody's going to kick us off, I'm glad it's Josh Sushan. Yeah, I agree. He yeah. is so talented. He's the dude, one of the best. God, I love listening to those games. We are not at Isotopes Park this Friday. As Isotopes are on the road. Head Correct. Head to that. Next week, full week of your boys. Full shows on Monday and Thursday. And then live from the lab on Friday. That will be very good. Hey, should we do it live on Thursday as well? It doesn't work like that. Doesn't, we're going to be at the lab anyways because there's a day game. You we're already going to be there. Just don't get to do it like that. Can I just bring my phone and do it? So let me get this straight. They're going to start baseball around what, like 11 in the morning? That's when the first pitch is? Yeah. We can go to that. We can go to that all day. Sure. Game, game will be over by 3, and you're going to tell. Way shorter than that. Yeah. Because of record-setting yeah. game times. And you're going to tell Isotope employee that they have to stick around till 7 p.m. at the stadium <laughs> just looking at us? Just pour me a beer and hand me the key. I'll lock up after myself. All right. I don't see what the big deal is. Is that a Chris Stapleton lyric? Are you, like, messing with me right now? <laughs> pour me a beer. Lock up the key. a key. That's so stupid. <laughs> All right. Today's I-9 Varsity van okay. is one of the good ones. All right. The I-9 Varsity of States, okay? All right. Connect with League Office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Connect with I-9 Sports here in Albuquerque. It's Albuquerque, Rio Rancho, Edwood, kind of all the surrounding communities. And, and get your kid in. No child will ever be excluded by a tryout. Uh, you don't. Everyone plays. It's practices and games on the same day. They're doing it the absolute best way. You or me first. I'll go first. All right, you go first. Just in case that you were going to say this one. Okay. But I'm going to get it out of the way right off the bat. Yep. I'm going New Mexico. Okay, that's a very good one. Usually I end with my favorite, but yeah. I was scared that you're going to jump the gun. It's beautiful. The culture's amazing. Multiple cultures smashed together. It's mm -hmm. amazing. Food's amazing. Weather's amazing. Scenery's amazing. The people are nice. The women are beautiful. It's a very good answer. I'm starting with where I live, and especially northern New Mexico, especially everywhere who gets an FM or AM signal. That's the best place on earth. Okay. I'm going to go with solids. So I think relatively rigid items, uh, anything that like displaces like volume, that to me is a very good state. Um, so, so give me that. Anything with like a solid... Like at rest, like atom and molecule base. Give me, give me that state. That's a, that's a smart one. Yeah, that's a really good one. I got you. Next on my I nine varsity of states mm -hmm. is going to be New York. Oh, okay. I love New Mexico for many, many reasons. Yes, but I love New York for one very specific reason, which is it's newer than York. Ah, yeah. Now here's the thing. It was once New Amsterdam. Right, right, right. Yeah. Amsterdam's pretty okay. 
Actually, that's old New York. Yes, old New York, New Amsterdam, but new New York is New York. Okay, got it. So I don't York, except for their peppermint patties, obviously sucks. Can you? Because if York was so great, they wouldn't need a new one. That's a good point. Okay, so next on my nine varsity is New York. Definitely gases is my next favorite state. Okay, that's a good state. Yeah, no real definite shape or volume, but constantly surrounding and encompassing not just myself but the planet. Give me gases as my second state. Okay. Next on my I-9 varsity mm-hmm. states is going to be New Jersey. Oh, I see. I wasn't ready for that one. Okay. There's a lot of reasons to like New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Can't come up with one, huh? I got one real good one, though. Yeah. Old Jersey sucks. Okay. If- That's... There's no old if, Jersey. If good. Jersey was that good, why does it need a new no, Jersey? It doesn't work. Come on, just just stick with the old one. It's not that good. <sighs> all right. Okay. New Jersey, obviously number one. The 90 Charlotte Hornets jersey, probably number two. All right. What's next on your I-9 varsity? Well, man, I'm going to go with state of mind, okay? So I'm a big fan of just having, like, a really positive outlook and opinion and viewpoint on things. So I'm going to go with a state of mind, which probably threw you for a loop there. It really did. Yeah. It really did. It really did. You thought I was going to go with liquid. Yeah, I I really did. Yeah, which I'm going to tell you doesn't even hold a candle to plasma. Yeah, see, I thought you were going to go liquid and then plasma. Yeah, Mm, no. Not today. <laughs> Not today. No. Sorry, Satan. Well, last on my I-9 Varsity Estates, I'm going to go with New Hampshire. Okay. Because one can only assume mm-hmm. how much Hampshire sucks that they needed a new one. Like, what did Hampshire do to these lovely people that they ran away from Hampshire and started a new Hampshire. What is a Bose-Einstein condensate? I've never even heard of that. If you say it right, I might be able to help you with it. I cannot. <laughs> it's too complex. What I'm saying is screw Hampshire. You just The things you take on don't deserve I, your I hope rap. you're listening, Hampshire. Talking directly. I'm not breaking eye contact either, Hampshire. Good sports talk program today. Big thank you to Wenton Bernard who joined us. He's the PCL player of the week, and uh, he's he's currently my favorite isotope. I think of all time. I'm going to go out there and say it like that, all time. I'm very partial to um, obviously everyone on this current roster, but my daughter's favorite, D. Gordon. Of all time, all time? Not even the same organization. No, just because he's my daughter's favorite, so i got to be partial. Hmm. It's hard to argue with partial – but I can't argue for new partial, which puts <laughs> old partial to shame. You thought Winton was good. Wait till you see new Winton. Returning at 4 o'clock tomorrow is your boys. Van, any final words? Oh, my goodness, my friend. Too much for the time allotted, but whatever we didn't cover. Make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and Amory. Congrats, Amory! Oh, she got married. I don't know if she mentioned that publicly. Is that publicly? Is that out there? It is. Michael says it is. Oh, good. Good job, everyone, Gigi. See you tomorrow, Burke.